I shot my first real big skeet. Ooh, when I was by. Yeah, it was the summer of sucking guys. Those were the biggest shoots of my life. <laughs> and then I also got for you. It's sticky to suck on guys who suck on guys. It's sticky. Sticky. Sticky, sticky. Dude, this week we got a fucking gnarly one. I cannot believe that I hadn't heard of this dude before. This is one of the fucking... <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this guy is certified nanners. Of course, this week we're doing Bob Bardella of Bardella's Bizarre Bordello. Sweet. Straight out of Kansas City, Missouri, another serial killer brought to you by us. Amidst the crisis, the death metal. Uh, yeah, like a burp in the middle of that. Someone's going to be mad. Yeah, brutal. It was like, uh, well, it got clogged. And then, dude, first of all, it was so hard to not tell you the story. Yeah. Since I've been around you for the last hour, uh-huh. it was so hard to not call you when this happened, not text you, nothing. I kept it all secret just so I could watch how you react to it. So the other night, we're sitting at our house. Uh, the the people in the – not the guy that we both know that lives right next door to me, but across the street is these old people I'd never talked to before. They came over like a week ago and told us that there had been some dude like peeking around into houses and shit. And I was like, well, fuck, I got kids. And he's like, I think that he's trying to steal stuff because they've got chickens and a fucking uh, loud-ass dog behind their fence, but you can't see it. So he keeps trying to open his fence, and the dog will, like, rush him, and the chickens will get all worked up and shit. And he's like, I've seen a guy, like, lo- like looking around. And he- he's fast, and he gets away. So I- I- I'm just giving you a heads up. I've called the cops every time I've seen him. Just be on the lookout. So you know me, dog. I'm on the fucking lookout, dude. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I've been on the lookout. I'm vigilant. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to dispense justice at any moment. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're sitting in our room, and my wife is like, I'm pretty sure I just saw a guy, like the silhouette of a guy walk by the driveway. So I run up front. I get my sandals on. I go outside, and there's a dude standing down by where our mailbox is, which is another place I've had a fucking conflict with people before. And I go, I'm like, I'm up like right where our driveway meets the grass and he's down by a mailbox. So I was like, Hey man, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm just waiting on a ride. And I was like, well, don't wait for it in my yard. And he goes, I'm not in here. And I had already taken off in a full sprint in my <laughs> fucking flip flops, dude. And so as soon as he, I hate that shit, dude, as soon as when, cause this is the last time I got an argument in my house yeah, where someone's yeah. like, I'm not in your fucking yard. Like, dude, you are. And I'll kill you. And so I just take off with a foot. It's like, tut, 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 tut. and you know, he starts to try to turn away from me, which was the dumbest move yeah. of all time. Because what I was going to do is spear him as hard as I can. Yeah. So I do go to spear him, but I was, I was a little bit late on the launch. Yeah. So when I hit him, it's like a car does. He goes up. So he's like up onto my shoulders. And now I'm like momentum stumbling forward. And I've got him like up on my shoulders, <laughs> like a big double leg, dude. And he's like flop back. So I'm grabbing his legs while he's above my head, and I just yank his ass back down, and now I'm in the neighbor's driveway, and he fucking splats onto the fucking concrete, <laughs> dude. And I was like, yeah, you're not in my yard now, motherfucker. And he's out. Wind knocked out of him, unconscious, so he's like, <gasps> and I'm like, well, I'm leaving him. <laughs> Boy, you splashed his God, ass. Stider splash <laughs> straight up, dude. Hit him full. Force flip flops <laughs> oh flapping, dude. God. It felt so good. It was so satisfying. <laughs> you took that boy to the water park, man. Dude, I, the, I had like the first wet dream I ever had that night. 
Really? I swear to God. Man, you never warned. had a wet dream? Never. Because I'd never have let it build up, dude. Man, either have I. Yep. That's my neighborhood fucking watch story from the week, so we can dive deep into this. Anything, anything you want to fucking get off your chest before we get I don't to rock? No, man. I'm trying to think of anything that might have happened. Uh, you cock blocking. Fuck, I don't even know, dude. I know something happened, but I can't remember. Yeah. Well, I hope everyone's doing all right out there. Yeah. Sincerely. Sure. It's, uh,. It's been a motherfucker for everyone, I'm sure. I'm in a real lucky position that I've been able to work. You too. Yeah. I mean, you got yeah. a harder, much harder job than me, but, you know, we've been able to work. And uh, if that's not working out for you, especially if your employees are shitbags and they put you in like furlough or something like that. Yeah. No one ever got a hold of me for a candidate to send money to. That's fine. I get it. My wife's on furlough, but it rocks. No, she's laid off. Furlough's like you're, you're still rehirable, though. No. Furlough is where they fuck you over, and and you're hired still, but you can't draw unemployment. Oh. It's like you're basically on a vacation. Now, usually furlough is like, I know for a government employee, if you come back, they pay you from when you were gone, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's like that for like a civilian employee. I don't think that's happened to a ton of people, but if it is, that sucks. Sorry. You're not getting paid right now. That's ridiculous. Uh, the layoff, yeah, getting laid off and being rehirable is the way to go, because then you get paid the entire time. And then they hire you back. That rocks. You're on yeah. vacation. You're having a great life. Good for you. Making more money yeah. than what you made. Fucking get fucked the entire time. Yeah, because they don't Could. take taxes out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would just sit back and get fucked the whole time. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why wake up? Why do anything? Except fuck. Yeah. And splash the buddy in the fucking neighbor's driveway. Yeah, that did rock, dude. That was the most one of the most I, satisfying things that's mm. ever happened in my fucking life. Next time before, you dude. do some shit like that, you need to talk to your wife right before in and go, "Hey, if you see me getting ready to handle some shit, fire up the video." Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she was a little bit behind me, and then I was just, I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna." She's like, "Do you think you should call the cops?" And I was like, "No, no, <laughs> no." no. You know, I think he could just do. stay there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's coming back, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling he probably learned some, a pretty big fucking lesson there. Yeah, man. But yeah, I I hope that everyone's going through it because I could. I I've been thinking a lot about like, you know, if you're a sober person, how much everyone I know. Here's why I think this because everyone I know that is now a sober person that did have a problem. The way that they kind of stay away from it is by being super busy all the time. You notice that shit. Like a recovering al- alcoholic or addict, I always like they are always doing some shit. Two jobs, going to meetings. Yeah, yeah. you got to keep yourself occupied. Now that that's not a pot, it's taken away. Yeah, I hope y'all are staying strong because I know I've never been addicted to anything, but I have known people that are like the most upstanding people that would never do anything wrong. And so that's how I know it's a complete fucking sickness because they they're they're overtaken by it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just a calling. So hopefully, you stay away from that. You know, if you need help, you can reach out to us at any time. Um, if you don't listen to the podcast, though, and you message us asking for money, we're just <laughs> you ain't good. and you won't hear it because you don't listen. So that's been some weird shit going on. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta shoot your shot sometimes, dog. Yeah. Hit up an Instagram influencer and see what time it is. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into this though. We're going to Kansas City, Missouri. Which, dude, you would think there is quite a few murderers from Kansas City, Missouri, but you would think that there's even more because uh, yeah. you got like. You're in bizarre land. Like that top part of Missouri where it meets Kansas is flat dog shit. I mean, you have a giant metropolis and then around the just fucking Fartville. Terror zone. Fartville. Nothing you want a part of. And then you got the sprawling metropolis. I mean, dude, Kansas City and St. Louis are wild. Yeah. 
We almost got shot in St. Louis. Yep. It's wild. It's a wild place. No one cares. No. You're miserable. It's gray all the time. It stinks, dude. Yeah. It does stinks. actually stinks. I'll come there and do comedy again. I'm not downplaying your whole life, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. don't blackball me. But you know your town sucks. You know it for a fact. Yeah, man. It's, it's just a fucking city right in the middle of a holler. Yeah. Booger holler, dude. Yeah. <laughs> your grandparents, grandparents ever used to say that shit? Nah, man. We're going to booger holler. Holler's more like a Kentucky in uh, Virginia type of situation. Yeah, it's like a... A cavern. It's not a cavern, like a canyon, kind of. Yeah. It's a small canyon. Yeah. So Kansas City, you know, giant Midwestern city. I uh, think there's a big disparity in class there. I think you have very affluent areas of town where people are, you know, super friendly, rural Midwestern. Like, oh, didn't mean to bump into you there. Mm-hmm. And then you've got just crime ridden fucking shit boxes yep. where people are probably still friendly, but they are. Yeah, having a hard time in a bad place. Where like the your Nellies. Yeah. I think Nellies probably having a pretty good time, dude. Yeah, you know, he probably makes He invented it. country rap. Yeah. Oh. You know that Trent Reznor wrote Old Town Road? Yeah. I tell you that you before. You told me about that. Yeah. yeah. That's Crazy. my favorite fact to tell people. Yeah, it's nuts. Anytime someone brings that shit up, I'm like, there's some fucking dork that I had to hire. Dude, I regret it so much. He's probably going to find this podcast and be like, uh-oh. But uh, just, dude, people talk so much. Why? I mean, I talk. I get you know paid in different avenues to speak, and I, I'm not at work just letting it loose. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to have a good time. Well, you can't. I'm working. Yeah. Well, you can't let nothing loose. You ain't hireable if you do that. That's true. I ain't either. Man. Well, my fucking employer knows me real well, so I'm not working. Anyway, point is, I forgot what my fucking point is, dude. Don't worry about it. I slipped off. No, I had an important thing to say that has to do with this. Anyway, <laughs> it's actually on topic for once. Yeah, but it, you know, you're just living in a fucking rough area. But here, here is here's a case where you should absolutely judge a book by its cover. Sure, you hear that your whole life. Never judge a book by its cover. Well, broken clock's wrong two times a day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sun shines on a dog's ass twice a day. <laughs> that one's way better. Yeah, that's a way better one, dude. Who thought of the broken clock one? The dog's ass guy, much better. Dog's ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sunshine on a dog ass two times a day now. <laughs> yeah, man. Damn, that is too true. Slamming Coors, bro. Slamming them. I need them. Yeah, they're delicious. I've been working hard, lifting hard. I need a cold fucking beverage. Yeah, banquet beers, dude. They're, yeah. It's uh, You don't see them too often. There's only like two gas stations around that have them. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Those are the ones you feel like you've accomplished your day. Like you, you sit down. You, yeah. You if I smoke night. cigarettes, this is what you would smoke like a big cigarette with. My dude. stepdaughter said some fucking hilarious shit to me today because I was trying to figure out how to do the thumbs technique in, into the beer can to shotgun it. Oh, you're doing that in front of kids? No, no, no. I was outside doing it. And whenever I came back in, I thought they were in their room, but she was sitting on the couch. And I was trying to hit it, get the rest of it out and put it in the trash can. And she goes, she was like, she goes, uh. You're doing what stepdads do best. <laughs> and like, yeah, too yeah. true, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, it got me, man. Should have been like, I'm not whooping your ass. That's usually the... <laughs> yeah, I don't have a wife beater on. And... That's usually the fucking M.O. Hey, you got no check coming. <laughs> Give me your damn check, kid. Uh, yeah, so and this is what I mean by that. And this is like a, a great jumping in point to this story. Now, most of this shit, most of this case, I, I mean, I did all the research by looking through things. I found two... Incredible stories. I just want to give credit where credit's due by some great writing. This is by Karen Mel. 
where I got the brunt of this info from because uh, she was a writer that was in an area at the time. And damn, dude, she made it sound so fucking funny because it is. This is like a, a dark comedy, which is a lot of serial killer shit. But this one especially because this fucking freak. Think about this, dude. Let's go. And the, the, this is this exact time of year, right around Easter, east side of Kansas City. That's a nicer part of town. Just imagine you're fucking eating some discounted Cadbury mini eggs. You know, you've, you've had a great weekend full of ham and, and, and Al Gratin potatoes trying to get back in the swing of things. And all of a sudden, a guy, Chris Bryson, jumps out of a window of a yellow and brown house at 4315 Charlotte Street. It belonged to Robert Andrew Birdella Jr., who owns a place called Bob's Bazaar Bazaar which is also an insane clown posse album name spelled the exact same way. And we're going back to 1988 where Bob named his store Bazaar B-A-Z-A-A-R Bazaar B-I-Z-A-R-R-E in the old Westport neighborhood of Kansas city. Bryson was naked except for the dog collar when he knocked on the front door of one of Berdella's neighbors seeking refuge from him. For some Kansas City Police Department detectives, there would be no Easter weekend spent with family members as they would be spending a long fucking weekend unraveling the web of what it turns out to be Kansas City's most heinous serial killer case. Now, keep in mind before we laugh too hard at this or don't laugh and you're thinking, oh, shit, not another victim. Now, this guy, Chris, is, a, is, a, is an adult, right? Not a kid. Showed up to have consensual sex. Different things got him off. You know what I mean? You show up to the party. Maybe you went home with the lady. She wants to pull out a strap on. I'm down. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the, like, I don't know what the world is like right now, dating-wise, but if I went to a young, if I if I met a nice young madam, you know, mm-hmm. went back to her place and she was trying to bust one out, I get my main question would be, has it been in another butt before? Because if so, no thanks. You got to do the chick. If your ass is not hot, you got to smell. What? Yeah, smell it, man. The wand. Yeah. Yeah. You'll know. You oh, know. yeah. Yeah. There's no way to wash that out. <laughs> Especially after you've been hit with it. Come on, man. Your ass is the worst. Nah, I keep it clean inside, dude. You don't get up to the lungs. I can hear your farts <laughs> from your heart, dude. Yeah, they are from my heart, dude. I mean them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sincere when I fart, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. No no half-hearted farts You're from the me. fucking hallmark of farts, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's a sentiment. Yeah. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're now having to deal with a full-blown serial killer investigation instead of having a fun fucking Easter weekend. The public would soon recognize the name Bob Bardella without hesitation as he's a fucking infamous figure in Kansas City. In fact, you can go to any bar. And bring up Bob Bardella, and someone's going to have some fucking wackadoo story to tell you. That's how the Midwest is, dude. Love to drink, love to talk. Yeah. Love to sit down at a bar, speak to a stranger. Never been something I can get. Yeah, like little fucking beard hairs on your mic, too. I don't know if they're beard hairs. They're like dog hairs. <laughs> yeah, because every cat time hairs. I get close to mine, I'm feeling one. They're cat hairs, man. You got them all over. God, it's driving me fucking bananas, dude. I can't live like this. Yeah. Damn it. God damn it. End it. Can't do it. <laughs> so yeah, Barbara Dell, he becomes a staple of Kansas City. His name, full name, Robert Andrew Bardella Jr. He grew up close to Kansas or a place basically the same as Kansas City, a suburb of uh I believe Cleveland. It's Cuyahoga Fall Falls. 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 I'm talking like him. Cuyahoga Falls, dude. What a fucking name. 
Cuyahaga, dude. That, <laughs> that's like a way to get a fat girl to come over. Cuyahaga! <laughs> soup, 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 soup. <laughs> We're just doing straight morning radio now, dude. Look, 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 look at that pig. Fuck that pig. You just fucking a pig all night. Big pig. That's where Bodella was born. Yeah, like I said, quiet suburb. It's Cleveland. So probably more affluent area. I always assume suburbs, especially the 80s, mean like middle class, well-to-do area, not the fucking shit spot. Because Cleveland is a rife piece of shit. Oh, I don't like it there at all. It smells bad. <laughs> Memphis smells bad, too. Memphis is a fucking one of the worst places in the world. Yeah, it's bad. I can't stand Memphis. Man, you remember whenever we pulled up at that gas station after we interviewed Sengu Sigabog and... Oh, it was pandemonium, dude. It was like... It was a wild rumpus. Brian gets out of the car and says, like, hey, <laughs> you want to buy some sex or drugs? And oh, the yeah. dude just walks up. He's like, hey, man. And I was like, dude, we're just going to have to fucking be ready. Oh, we're yeah. Sitting in the car. Like, we're ready. We got the door cracked, dude. He's like, oh, fuck, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So we, he, I'm telling you, dude, we walked into a wild rumpus, bro. I was like, dude, if we went That's there, wild we would find were. the best chips. Yeah, that place has the best chips. I know they do. I'm sure. I was like, I was in. I was like a baby, dude. I had to work in the morning, and as soon as I touched seat to automobile, I passed out, brother. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were go. Had to. Yeah. What other option? Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to be ready for anything. I was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a little fucked too. I, they were just passing around so much fucking weed pins. Yeah. And I kept just ripping them, dude. And the, that it took it takes a little while to catch up to you, you know. Yeah. It's like two hours into it, I was like, God, oh, Jesus. I think I had like eight. Ah, jeez. I think I had like eight fucking Long Islands. Islands. Yeah. yeah. And I had like other shit. So. Yeah. Yeah, you were drinking, dude. I only had a couple, but I had all that fucking weed. So that was definitely enough to take me down and not really be ready for much. Anyway, he's a quiet kid, of course. Uh, his father died when he was a teenager, which is always a fucking bummer. His dad was only 39. That's got to shake your ass to the core, dude. That's going to be one of us, dude. <laughs> Going too hard. Leaving a fucking sad wake behind. Oh, I know. I can feel Our kids are going to open thumping. a sex shop. Dude, why don't you lock that chair in so you just have to chill right there? Because you keep leaning back, dude. I wish every episode. You know a drinking game we should do? What? The true animals to listen is every time I have to get on to you about your microphone use. We won't have any fans. I'll be dead. You gotta, yeah, you got to chug one, dude. Someone's got to chug it. I'm going to chug a little bit right now. I need a fidget spinner, man. Like something equivalent to you. Yeah. I thought that was just beers for you, dude. It is that. I need more, though. My, speaking of a heart attack, dude, my arm literally just went to sleep. Cool. That's what I'm saying, dude. We're not going to make it, bro. Our kids are going to end up opening, opening some weird sex store. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dad passed away. No fucking warning, 39. I mean, no no history of medical problems. Hey, when you're 30, like, how often do you go to the doctor? I have to go every... Uh... For like a checkup and shit, yeah. Like we go it? every three months, really. Yeah, because of like the medicine. Yeah, quote unquote medicine you take, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, if you're just a dude living out there, you know you're not going to the doctor. No. You're not getting checkups and shit. So you can definitely catch a fucking surprise heart attack. But you don't think about that even in your thirties. You know, we're getting older, but it's not a thought on my mind. I mean, I want a doctor to finger my ass, but. Besides that, there's no reason to go. Anywho, that would just you know that's the that's the kickoff point, and what's a far cry from where he ended up at is he turned to the church to find some way to process his grief, meet people to speak to, find a leader that he could look up to, 
And of course, the church brought no resolution to his emotions. I mean, dude, it's fucking surprised, brother. Yeah. Like, what did you? That's always a thing, too, is like when you're a little kid, you're so easy to suck into religion because it's what you're forced to do every Sunday. Sure. And you see everyone else doing it. It's like every adult's doing it. Every kid, you know, is doing it. And, it, and you're just like, yeah, I mean, this is what you do. You know, this is part of it. And to be part of it, you have to believe in X, Y, and Z. So that's what I'm going to do. But then imagine being like a teenager and trying to go like need help. And you're asking people for help and they have literally no fucking answers. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, God, he works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Why did my dad die? I mean, the, the, it's your, that's what God wanted. What an asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like, what do you tell people? God's an asshole. Now, because of this, because the church offered him nothing, this is what led to Berdella taking a look around in the occult world. Ooh. Satanism, everything, dude. And this is pre-internet, you know, right now. You learn the type of people that are occult Satanist people right away. You look at them, they're all the same. Wearing ghost shirts. Yeah. I mean, just a bad looking group. Indeterial. And you know, yeah, you know, it's not for you. Yeah. And you get out. Now, if you're, if there's cool branches of it, and I know that we attract that crowd. That's great. There's some of you. But, you know, if you're listening to this and you think, is he talking about me? Yes. But the fact is, if you're listening to this, you probably are also going, yeah, dude, the people that like the same things that I do stink. Sure. And that's the way I do. That's the way I feel. We like the same shit. Yeah. We're just on different wavelengths. Yeah. Yeah. Different wavelengths. It's just mine's the right one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like the ridges of a lays, man. Just different. Ups yeah. and downs. You're the ups and I'm the downs. The peaks and valleys. Yeah, I love a ridgy lay, bro. Yeah, I like a hidden It's valley. just an extra crunch, dude. I like a ranch one, man. Mm-hmm. Those boys are good. The cheddars are good. I think ranch beats the cheddar for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So after high school, Berdella, who was, of course, a junior, he decided to go to art school. His interest in art is what led him in 19, led him to Kansas City. God damn. Coors making my mouth stick together. That's why I went to Kansas City, which that says a lot, dude. When you're like, damn, I got to get away from my town to go to a place where I can really explore this art shit, you know? Like, damn, I've gone to school. I'm I'm, I'm working hard. I got my own style, my unique identity. I'm ready to just branch out and push this art thing to the limits. I got to go to Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like somebody who just sits around and paints all day is like, I need to learn an instrument. And then they just like pick a tambourine up. Yeah. And then they become, like, really good in the tambourine world, which is probably... What is really good at tambourine look like? I don't know. Who knows? You'd probably be great at tambourine, dude. Yeah, you just... Like, you can't... You, I mean, here's the deal. It's it's a a every Lola. time every time you talk by the mic, mm -hmm. it sounds different. I know, because it's like a tambourine. You got to put your mouth... You never put the tambourine directly. You can't, you can't take your mouth away from it. I, I mean, Should we switch chairs? No, maybe it's just a dick thing. No, it's not a dick thing at all. Uh, Why would you be afraid of the dick, dude? I'm not afraid of it. I like to tease him. You know, like breathe on him and you get can't, away. You can't tease the mic, dude. You're going to fuck this shit up. It's already fucked up as is. You know what I mean? Don't need to help it more. <laughs> it's already not good. You're going to make it worse. COVID-19. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to Kansas City to do art. Unimaginable. But if you wanted to go to art school, I guess Kansas City is as good as a place as any. He didn't have a, a, a direct medium. You know, this is everyone in art school. He's not a painter. 
He's not a sculptor. Uh, he's not a harsh noise artist. He's, he's he's all of it. You know what I mean? Oh wow, yeah. He's just out there, bro. Yeah. I feel like that that is probably what a, ho- a harsh noise artist is. It's just yeah. like yeah, I'm. I mean, I am doing art. Can I put a finger on it? Exactly what it is? No. But trust me, this is art, brother. I can't really play grindcore riffs, but I can make some noise, brother. Yeah. Like hell yeah, I can make hella noise, dude. How can you not play power chords fast as fuck? I I can't. I can make hella noise though, bro. You would be. Dude, <laughs> you should make, you should make a noise album. That would be fucking hilarious. It would be a solid troll. Do a spoken like spoken word over it. The problem is that with shit like that, dude, is I'm already out there too much. Yeah, like it's too easy to find the root. You got to be like a not that I'm known. But you have to have like no traceable trail to pull shit like that. Yeah. Where you like out because I would want to be serious. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I was gonna put a noise album out, bro, believe. Yeah. It'd be hype. You just call it Gatorade Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they do love a rhyme scheme. Yeah. So what he did really gets into though is collecting oddities and artifacts. Which I, is that art, dude? Collecting. I mean, I'm sure people that collect would consider it to be such. I would call it hoarding. You feel if you me? arrange it the right way and take a picture, I guess yeah. it's art. That's true. Get you a nice cannon. But that's what he does, dude, and that's how he ends up opening the shop. I mean, it, a bazaar, I think, is like a Middle Eastern flea market sort of scenario. Yeah. But most of the ones I've seen that call themselves that, like that rocking one we went to in Chicago where it's got the Gacy drawing of Hitler. Did you not go to that with me? Maybe oh, not. yeah. No, no, no. We, uh, was that a burger spot, wasn't it? No, dude. It's at like an oddity bazaar. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it was like, I mean, it was near the burger place we went to. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it's just a bunch of shit, dude. It's like, you know, fucking heads in jars and bat nuts and shit like that. Bat nuts. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'd buy some bat nuts. Yeah, yeah. Or like loose teeth, like a jar of teeth you could buy a tooth out of. To make a necklace or whatever, you they know. Call me the tooth fairy. A, a book that's like Jesus climaxes in the corner. Ooh, yeah, I would love that. Book. Incense, all that shit. I would jack to that, man. Like, like uh, those fucking on googly eyeballs that you could put on for glasses that shoot yeah. out with slinkies attached. Just all that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just this eccentric shit. Yeah, like shit that if you had a gay uncle, that's, that's what, what he, that's what he's that's what he's got going on. Well, it was like he was like. Sweatpants that used to be beige, but they're just pink. Yeah. You know the grandpa in Rugrats? Yeah. That dude. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was gay as hell. No one ever uh-uh. put a finger on it, dude. He just had all that weird shit, could fix anything, dude. That's why Tommy couldn't grow no hair, man. Yeah, gay grandpa. That'll get, that'll get you every time, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the stress of old men sucking each other. Yeah. That'll pop. That You'll lose it all, dude. You'll go gray or lose it. Cherry popping. Dude, how did your hair grow back? What do you mean? Well, you had like a, you had like a part. You have like a thing with your hair, dude. Well, it's it's it. Whenever sun the sun comes out, it's like fucking. Uh, no, nah, it was it blonde. was nah, dude. It was gone like a week no, ago. No, like no. you shaved your head down, yeah, and it was fucked. It looks like it, but it's because it's blonde. It's like a blonde patch. I mean, you say that, dude, but I look. It was thinner, bro. There's look pictures. It. it looks thin. I know, my but dog. It, if I shave my hair, tomorrow, it looks thin. It'll brother. look the same. Even when you went like that, I can see that it's thin. yeah, it's still thin, man. But it's just that one spot, dude. But it looks thicker than. But it's because it it's it's blonde. really stressing me out, dude. It's blonde, man. It looks a lot better. It's a fucking uh, birthmark. If you shave your head, you gotta go all the way down, dude. Nah, man. You I have got, to. I got a widow's peak. It looks stupid. I got a widow's peak. You just gotta shave it all the way down, brother. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, leave it like that because you can't tell anymore. <laughs> dude, I want to. I'm so horny for a haircut. 
Yeah, me too. I hate this shit, dude. I'm looking like a fucking Partridge family member. Yeah. You gotta keep on sucking black penis, cause that's what I would do. Shoot a doop doop. Are you Danny Bonaduce in that situation? Is that what he's from? Yeah. I always want, I, cause I've, I know him from VH1 shit. Anyway, we're fucking flying off for no goddamn reason. But we're just in a, you know, that just goes also to tell you that the Westport area is on some real art shit, dude. Old school hipster shit. Uh, the Westport district is known for its nightlife. Different types of shops, retailers that specialize in interesting types of curios not found in anywhere else in Kansas City. Berdella's particular shop was located inside of the Westport Flea Market, which houses vendors, peddling wares, and small cubicles as well as a restaurant known for its unique hamburgers. Dude, imagine. A flea market that cooks hamburgers inside. It's got to be great. Well, the hamburgers probably rock, but dude, every fucking thing in there is going to smell like burger juice, dude. There's no way... If you're frying shit, bro, everything there reeks. They got a fucking uh, a shaker that's just got fucking antique dust on it. To yeah, put on the burger, man. <laughs> <laughs> just go harvest it every day, yeah, yeah. dude. Trailer dust is it could definitely be a chip flavor. Yeah, uh, it's it's real close to ranch, I believe. Mm. Anywho, kitty litter. <laughs> yeah, I mean your trailer, dude. Yeah, your trailer's a f- my fucking nightmare. <laughs> Man. It's cat. The you should just cat it up, bro. Yeah. Cat, 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 cat it, it up. Cat, 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 cat it, it up. Hey, <laughs> boy, my cat shot diarrhea on me, man. Yeah, that rocks, dude. I was like petting his stomach and shit, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like I felt a fart, and I was like, damn, like I felt it just shift up. I was like, he made a cat weird a noise, fart. and I was like, man, you all right, dude? And he got up, and I was like, all right, whatever. And Sam gets up, and she's like, oh no. You didn't even notice it, dude. No, I mean, I I mean, it it didn't reek. Well, I mean, it was a fart. The cat farts are bad, you know. So, like, I've never known of a cat to fart before, dude. Dude, cats will fart. (laughs) They don't ever like because if you're by them, like ours, like lay on our head and shit. Yeah, man, this motherfucker shit and it had like blood onions in it <laughs> and i was like you need to put his ass outside he yeah. needs to stay out there until this clears up <laughs> yeah 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 so she's you like, gotta see a change in the guard dude she was like what do i wipe it i was like get a lysol wipe i mean i'm gonna break the fuck out but give me one you know man yeah ria cat ria god yeah that's horrible dude <laughs> it's back but in, he loves dog food is he back man. inside yet yeah yeah he's fine now but he <sighs> loves dog food that's a fucking scary endeavor, brother. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, these fucking hamburger-tainted antiques, uh, you can find them. The place is still open. It's located on Westport Road at the intersection of Broadway and Westport, the outskirts of the two-mile strip that is known as Old Westport. Of course, Old has an E. Uh, there's there's a comedy club over there. There's dance clubs. It's a, it's a cool place to hang out if you're a young, hip motherfucker, dude. You, you got to get a show out there. That's where Stanford's is, though. I don't, I don't, that's not for me. Stanford? I'm not for that. Yeah, that's the name of the club. It's Stanford's. I'm pretty sure that's what's over there. It's not what. Yeah. It's like the Looney Bin. Oh. But the Kansas City version, basically. Uh, Chris Bryson, that, if you'll remember, is a young man who jumped out of the window on that April morning in 1988. He was in his early 20s. Uh, he 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 was a you know uh, a man of the night, if you will, a gigolo, a gentleman of the night. Yeah, yeah, a gigolo, dude. Just a gigolo giving old guys a blow, raising funds with my piece. I think me and a gigolo would be kind of cool. If you, I mean, 
Well, if, the, if, if you, you did what you fucking liked. dudes, yeah. If you like fucking dudes, well, I don't want to do that. But well, then you can't. Man, I mean, I know that you're not an attractive man. No, no, no. You're not gonna be fucking attractive beavers. You wouldn't be fucking women at all. I know people that fuck women get paid for it. Are we gonna do this again? Yeah, but they're kids, so that's the problem. That's a big problem. That's a big problem. Come on, man. Don't casual that. But Your life's think, out of control, but dude. They think they're nineteen. Cashed. That's what's wild. The woman, the yeah. old woman, dude. They don't. They don't think that. They, they just. They don't want to know. Oh, yeah. No. Man, um, can you imagine swinging pipe at sixteen, seventeen? To old ladies, no, I mean, you, you would do it though. You know, I don't know, dude. I was mortified of shit like that. Like I remember, like I'm 35, dude, and I think about this all the time. Like if I saw someone that was in their 30s when I was like 16, 17, yeah, I would be like, yikes. <laughs> I, I had a fucking uh, seventh grade teacher that was a gymnastics coach, yeah, and I didn't know what cock hopping was, but man, I knew what cock hopping you was. Cock hopping. I just imagined her. What is cock hopping? Why did you get on it and hop? People call it that? No. Nah, we mean hop, nah. dude. You know, like, you know, reverse cowgirl or some shit. Oh, yeah, sure. Or you can see the shaft going up in it. I didn't know what that was, but I knew because I just got so boned up one time. Sure, yeah. get me and turn into paper. And Good. It's like, fuck, man, these shitty fucking. You cock hopping. <laughs> you know how like, you get fast? Middle fuck? of the classroom, buddy's chubs knocking. <laughs> you know, you're a fat fuck and you. Your pants fit you all good and shit when you're a kid, and then you got to cut the strings out to make up some room in the elastic part of the wind pants. Yeah. I had to do that, and I wish I wouldn't have, because... Dick all, came out? Yeah, boner. Old dick pop out? That's all my catfish, man. <laughs> you can see the top of the head. It looked like an old breathing-ass catfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <sighs> yeah, so Chris Bryson, again, consenting adult. I mean, more than consenting, getting paid to do it. Bryson ran into Berdella late one evening around the old Greyhound bus station in downtown Kansas City. Bryson was attempting to hustle Berdella, but it seemed like Berdella was actually hustling Bryson. The two men met around five days before the Easter weekend. And, of course, each had a different idea how the evening was going to unfold. And, and you got to look at it this way, too. I would think one thing about being a young gigolo is that you are for sure hustling old dudes all the time. Like, you're, you're getting what they have. Sure. You have to stay on the microphone. Did you, were you, should we change chairs for real? No, no, no. I'm but fine. you can't handle it. I can't handle it. Don't leave Mac anymore. Uh, you you got to think that when you're going into their house, you're going to rifle through their things. Mm -hmm. You're going to find anything you can get a hold of. You're going to take it with you. Sure. You're going to charge them an exorbitant amount of money to suck them off. It's going to be a good deal for you. Exorbitant. You like it's, that? It's a very blowjobby word. <laughs> yeah, blowjobby. Yeah. I'm going to take an exorbitant amount of hog down my throat this yeah. evening. <laughs> Reginald, fetch my hog. Exuberant is another one. <laughs> fetch my hog sucking throat. Yeah, I might need it this evening. <laughs> man, it would be cool if you had an interchangeable throat to yeah, take different sized dicks, man. One for the hog to cater to people's gator, man. And you get to get. I want to look over that. That was good. I'll let it breathe. Yeah. Man, gator. Gator's a cool word for dick. Dude. Yeah, I never I never put it on that. I think alligators are so cool. I wish that's I like my favorite animal. Yeah. So like a penis in comparison. Yeah. Not on the same level. Man, well you had a gator skin on your dick. It'd be tight. It'd be kind of slippery but rough. Dude, I love alligators, man. I got to have you got the whole one before? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love an alligator, dude. Man, I New, want one bad. In New Orleans, if you ever do that swamp ride, dude, you can call them like dogs, dude, and they just come right up. Mm. 
feed them marshmallows and shit. I love that. You just be like, come here, Gator, and then you just go, pow, pop on up. God, dude, and they give like, you that eye that you get when you get mad. Yeah. You just fucking, ah. <laughs> you know, I love a Gator, bro. But if they don't give you, if you don't get no marshmallow, man, they cut me up. They go choppy, dude. They get chomped. That's they why I like them so much, dude. Yeah. They got they got two gears. One, chilling. Two, chomping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's two things, dude. Chilling and chomping. You don't want to get party barged. I'm telling you. Dude, <laughs> dude you don't want to get barged in, dude. Yeah. You don't want to get pontooned by no gator boy. <laughs> yeah, so they they meet at the Greyhound station. They, which, dude, that is a fucking hub for gay sex, brother. Yeah. That's it's still to this day, you think? With Grinder, you think they're still meeting up at the Greyhound station for gay sex? Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> Just blew in from out of town, and boy, are my lips tired. But uh, but, psh. yeah, dude, yeah. Oh man, because he, oh yeah, I, it would make sense because a lot of runaways. Ooh, he's a fucking runaway. Yeah, hit up a greyhound to the greyhound station, going to suck a gay. Daddy's mm. boy's been sucking men for hella pay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, the high note that Bon Jovi hits in that song yeah. is obscene, dude. Yeah. You could never do that. Slippery when wet. Dude, Bon Jovi, for sure, got to be like top five worst. Yeah, but he, dude, he fuck a lot. Oh, my God, dude. He's built for fucking. You think he might, he outdid the crew, man? Maybe, dude, because he's so low-key about it, dude. Because he's not a pig. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's pretty classy. But getting numbers, dude, like pulling tang. I'm telling you, continuously some, huge, huge hog, bro. Some of those cowboy boots he would wear back in yeah. the day, tight. And yo, yeah, dude, he looks he looks rad. Yeah, huge piece. Uh, I would say that he he probably was number one, dude. He's probably the god. He might be because he wasn't out there running his mouth about it, dude. Like Tommy Lee, he was recently on uh, Tom Segura's podcast, just talking numbers, dude. Talking about just plowing through it, and I 100 percent believe him. Yeah. I mean, it's a fact. Huge dick, good looking guy. Rebellious spirit, mm-hmm. he's having sex, dude. He's a big old piece. He's having sex, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just sex. It's sex city, bro. And then Bon Jovi, same type of dick, but no drug problem. Yeah. He wasn't eating pussy like in front of his friends, you know? Right. He was chilling, dude. Yeah. He was like having high class sex, you know? But a lot, so much of it, dude. High class. Yeah, so. yeah dude. Man, like top like tier. Like, like fucking. Uh, you gotta have a like, briefcase to fuck. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Dude, like Chardonnay type of sex. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bubbly and pussy, dude. Too hot too, tub, man. Yeah, man. Definitely. With a nice sky. Front. Dude, he stayed. He stayed getting sucked in a hot tub, bro. Like that's a, that's twenty four seven, dude. Man, that's twenty four seven, Jovi. So jovial. Yeah, dude. Jovi's he's getting it, bro. That's what that word means, dude. Because you're in a good mood. Because, dude, you trying to tell me. That there's ever been a bad day in John Bon Jovi's life? No, nah, dude. He's beautiful. No, nah, man. He, he, he comes, Sharon? dude. Oh, yeah. He fucked them all, dude. Yeah. Man. Sucked a guy or two. Probably. You gotta try it, dude. Life is, life is full of surprises, you know? Yeah, I feel like once snakeskin boots come into your life, like there's... Yeah, uh, you gotta suck something. You know. Maybe that. Or you, I mean, I feel like it just goes... Like, you, you could ride a bike real good. Let's get him, dude. I, I saw something. Dude, I saw a badass <laughs> pair... Solid black Cobra. They're 189 bucks, but they have a Cobra head on the ends of them. Fuck. Dude, Real I'm Cobra telling you, a great heads. place to get those is uh, fucking Bob's Bazaar Bazaar, bro. That is where you can snag up some skate skin boots, dude. And yeah, so, and they also call Chris Bryson a chicken hawk, which I thought a chicken hawk was like the older dude that preyed on younger people, but who knows? I guess it's vice versa. They're basically suggesting that he preys on preys on older people but you know dude you're inviting it into your own house anyway so Berdella 
his suggestion for the night was that they go back to his house. Bryson liked that because most of the time they go to cheap motel rooms or he's got to suck dudes off in the back of a car to, to just make enough money to get by on. But I got a feeling he was like fucking jackpot, dude. So th- when they get to Bradella's house on Charlotte Road, they're starting to get to know each other, which seems like a weird fucking move for a prostitute. It's like, here's my dick. Time to go to work, brother. But, uh, you know, who knows what, who knows what's going on through Bradella's head. So Bradella, after they've been, you know, downstairs making acquaintances for a while, suggests we should go upstairs. Uh, there are vicious dogs on the floor they're on, which was explained by Bradella. And the room upstairs had a television and comfortable furniture. No dog threat. Which, you know, you think you would run into the dogs after a couple hours of being down there. Sure. Dog threat. <laughs> dog threat. <laughs> Dude, that's a rockin' fucking house band. Yeah. Like a like a if you're touring around doing house shows, dog threat. Yeah. Great name. Mm-hmm. All you fucking scummies out there that listen to this shit, dog threat. Only doing Black Oak, Arkansas, Thin Lizzy, and fucking ZZ Top covers. Yeah, Garage Rock, bro. Yeah, yeah. Garage Rock. Dog threat. <laughs> you look out for the fucking dog threat. Coming to your time. Someone out there should make us dog threat shirts, bro. Yeah, I mean. Now that I'm making money again, we should do more merch. Yeah. There's actually an artist I want us to probably use he's pretty good he's really fucking good he kind of does like that uh like those fucking tales from the crypt style comic book i want a big dog shirt though dude i wonder what it would cost to commission a big dog shirt man you know yeah yeah or if you can draw us big dog style yeah but like big dicks that's not true though well yeah yeah but i mean like but like the dicks are dogs I don't want to. I would like to have. A you know, shirt. it was like cock cages, but you open the kennel up and there's a. Dog. I'd like to have a shirt that people could wear because the one with like the dick tells that everyone's like, no, you can't wear that. The yeah, dick yeah, magnifying yeah. glass. Yeah. Uh, I would like to have a shirt that people can wear. You know. Sure. sure. Um, dude, that smells straight like craw taters, brother. Yeah, that's not bad. Cajun do gator taters. <laughs> Man, Zaps does make a good. It's shit. a good shit, bro. It's a good shit, dude. No, hey, uh, that's what I'm, I'm, dude. And w- you know how hard it is to not eat those. That's how much I care about this podcast. Yeah, sure. People act like I don't put effort into it, but yeah. dude, I want to munch those big time. They're great. You got two bags. I got two bags, dude, and I also for fucking half price got a big ass bag of Cadbury mini eggs. That's my favorite candy. Mm-hmm. I got so much crunchy shit within my reach that I'm neglecting right now. To make sure that the listener has a pleasurable experience. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I care. I'm here for you. I love you. I want this to be smooth. We're sounding better than ever since we got this fucking Zoom, dude. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you not listen to last week? I never listened. You just got to hear the sound, dude. It's optimum. I'll I'll fire it up. It's fucking optimum. Brian tuned it up. It's incredible, brother. Okay. Back into it since I'm fucking sidestepping. They're they're going upstairs. He's getting swindled. He's talking about vicious dogs. You got to go to the, the bedroom. Which, dude, here's another here's another point I would like to make is that you don't have to sweet talk a prostitute. You don't have to be like, yo, how about we check out the bedroom? No, you pay for that, right? Mm. There has you have to be, with any kind of sexual relationship, you got to build a little bit of trust, even with the prostitute, because I got to know you ain't a cop. Yeah. Oh, hey. And if you are a cop, are you a crooked cop? How's it going? Here's a ton of cash. Yeah. Or 60 bucks. Yeah, it just depends. I'm going to take my penis out. If right? you're having some high-class sex, you got to do I don't think this is high-class sex, yeah. dude. It, they, it started off at a Greyhound station, mind you. Okay? Yeah, yeah. 
Got to have good clientele or a nice clientele. <laughs> <laughs> Talking him into going upstairs. On the way up to the stairs, Berdella took Bryson onto his back with a swift blow to the back of his head with a blunt instrument. No, it was not his giant penis. Bryson went down quickly, knocked out cold. Bardella immediately took advantage of the situation and started taking pictures of him knocked out with a Polaroid camera, which was something it would turn out Bardella loves. And that would also lead to being irrefutable evidence of Bardella's guilt. Ultimate art. Polaroid photography? Yeah. Dude, art art doers are still loving it, bro. Oh, yeah. They're still buying them, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like all the girls on on my social media feeds who you would think would take Polaroid because dude in my day, I'm talking like I was in a I was in a in a cross up culture of being a, a guy that liked ignorant hardcore, but all the people around that liked hardcore adjacent music were into like the Blood Brothers, yeah, and the Locust, yeah, just being fucking weirdos, you know, sure, M- making out. With the same sex and the opposite sex and dancing around, earrings, aviators, sunglasses, scarves. I saw you, you know what I'm getting at. Time. Yeah, yeah I saw, me too. It sucked. Yeah, it was bad. But they they were with Andrew WK when I saw him. And Andrew WK, I'm telling you right now, dude, he rocks the house, bro. Yeah, did he rocks he rocks he, rock, he, he did he rocks the house. Yeah, like the fucking like I think he had some of the dudes from Obituary in the yeah, band. Yeah, the brothers. He will rock any house inside out. Dude. Sure. Anyway, uh, but that type of person, scarves, you know, looking like young David Bowie, Ugh. they're taking Polaroids, bro, mm-hmm. continuously, mm-hmm. just Polaroid after Polaroid. Disposable cameras. And I was like wigging, you know? Yeah. I was wigging, just trying to get in, dude, just trying to get a little taste of sure. Poontang. It was tough times, dude. Hell yeah. Had to be in a couple of Polaroid shots. Do you have any straight edge jerseys? Don't call me out like that, dude. I'm just seeing. No, man. I don't think I. I had a. I had an Earth Crisis windbreaker. Damn, which is pretty close. That's pretty cool, though. Is it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I was, dude. I for I completely forgot this chapter in your life. You got sponsored by Seventh Dagger to sure do did. MMA fights. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah, that's so funny. And I remember telling you that it was very gay, <laughs> and you were like, "Nah, man." And I was like, "Well." If they send it, then cool, dude. And they sent you a bunch of they sent me like, like ten shirts, yeah, man. But they were all absurd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I'm a straight edge MMA fighter. Yeah, and then like two months later, and you were, which is true. <laughs> nah, it was way after. Oh that, yeah, was it? was it? Yeah, it was much further down the road. Yeah. I mean, I remember, dude. I like I was there. I think when you stopped, when you gave it up. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sure. Surely, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, I mean, I do definitely remember, like when, like right at the kickoff, we went and got you all all the different bum wines to drink. Yeah, you got like Wild Man, Irish Rose, MD Twenty Twenty, yeah, something else that was crazy, dude. Wild Irish Rose is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was something very else very bad, man. Something else ridiculous like that too. Anyway, um. Yeah, but that that's a, that's the Polaroid type of shit. And sure. that's what I'm saying is like it's nothing new. It wasn't new when I was dealing with it. It wasn't new in the 1980s and it's not fucking new now. Now it's in, now it's absurd. Cuz you can just take an Instagram picture and filter it. So stop. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Quit. That's not a special technique. But then you. But then they take pictures of the Polaroids. It really. It makes me want to turn my nuts inside out. Like cut them open. I got a problem. I think this is just bringing up some like teenage year trauma because I couldn't get my dick sucked. Sure. Because of art, dude. Yeah. Art really fucks me, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was too ignorant, dude. I didn't understand the. Fun- the finer things, bro. You can't even draw a straight line. That's true. And now, dude, look at me, dude. I would be, I'm like, dude, I, I would love to go. Like, I'm, I'm on that high school reunion shit, you know? Yeah. I would love to go back and be like, look, I'm a fucking animal. Mm-hmm. And all you dudes are like limp dick fucking momos. Yep. I'm back. <laughs> and you're all fucking wrong. My T's is too high, dude. Yeah, low fucking T's. Yeah, like, yeah, you guys got, you guys fucking lives to work down a certain way. You got a lot of money. You're fucking hating every day of your life. Dude, sure. I'll, I'll have my T checked. That's what we should do for, that's what my high school reunion should be about. T checked. Everyone should get their T checked, dude. <laughs> and watch my T fucking reign supreme, bro. I'll be King T. King T. <laughs> Hitting the beam. Yeah. King T. Give me that puss. Getting the wizard sleeve. <laughs> it's King T, dude. I'm here to crush. I'm here to crush and crush, dude. I'm going to beat you up and fuck pussy. That's what I'm here to do. All the Damn. things I wasn't allowed to do in high school. Yep. Doing it now. I'm fucking here, dude. Yeah. Class of 2003, you fucking fruits. Yeah. <laughs> King fruits. T, dude. King T. <laughs> Call the fruits. Busting up their fucking nasty coots. <laughs> Man. King T. <sighs> God damn it, dude. Coors is delicious, man. It's still, it's like, this one's like room temperature now. It's still just satisfying. Can you grab me another one, dude? That's a legitimate excuse to get away from the microphone for yeah. a minute. So, Polaroid photography, coming back to fuck you in the ass. That's a lesson to you. This is always going to happen. And I feel like like BTK took Polaroids, dude. It's a, it's also a serial killer thing. And then they do it in such a way like this is where it literally becomes art. Because there's some of the pictures out there, and we'll post them on IG. Is it fucked up? Dude, of course. But that's that morbid shit that you want to know about in the world. It's a it's something that you'll never be able to experience in your actual life. So just to get a taste of that freak shit is a beautiful window into the human psyche. So seeing people fucking hurting people, hurting people and taking pictures of them. It's, it's just fun, that wild shit you'll never be able to experience in your life. So... This turned into a four-day-long torture session, which was the normal with Berdella. This is the type of insane shit that he was into. And so as much as he cared about his little fucking boutique, the Bizarre Bazaar, he had that same type of care of, of building up an arsenal of torture techniques, torture instruments. I mean, this dude was a professional. And that has got to fucking suck. <laughs> if you're just out there trying to suck a little dick, get a little money... And and all of a sudden you fell into the hands of some fucking professional fucking cock herder, dude. Yeah. It's it's not a life you're prepared for. Man, cock herder. He's nah, a cock herder, bro. I don't like that. He hurts cock, dude. He hurts cock for mm. literally a living. I know people that love that. He's a true cock hurting motherfucker. You do? Yeah. I like to do it. They like to hurt cock? Yeah. Please stay away. I like a little hurt though. I like a little to your dick. T- like a little tooth, you know? You know, like a little scrape on it? Nah, man. I like that, dude. Nah. Okay. I don't want no peanut butter on my Skittle. 
What'd you say? I don't want a peanut butter on my skill. You know, you got, <laughs> you got a tooth that shit? Yeah, you don't um, like a little tooth? Nah, man. Okay. Nah. Hey, man. No. Maybe I'm just in the worst. Maybe I, I could probably go down that road. That's a good way to get slapped. You would never do that, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> would. <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah, so now he's in a four-day torture trap, dude. Uh, and he, some of the shit that he went through, he, Bryson got beat with an iron club, injected in various parts of his body with animal tranquilizers and animal antibiotics. That is so fucking bizarre, dude. Yeah. Why? Antibiotics, dude? Why? Like, hey, I got some horse antibiotic, dude. I'm going to put it in, dude. I got horse vax. I'm going to put it in you, dude. I mean, yeah, that makes a dick hard. I got pig vax, pig vax, dude. I got hedgehog vax. I got fucking aardvark vax, bro. Iguana vax. What do you need, dude? I got it. Ooh. You know, all the fucking viruses that an iguana can catch, dude. No, you don't have to worry about that now. I had some horse tranquilizers one time. Yeah. That's was, ketamine. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I mean, yeah. I was in high school, but I woke up like three days later, just shit and piss all over my friend's couch. <laughs> I don't no, I don't think so. I, I mean, I was out. I think you got something else, dude. Not for three days, bro. Because that's ketamine. Yeah. You took ketamine. That's what I, horse tranquilizer is. I don't know. Because our uh, next door neighbor is a vet, and we fucking got into their uh, little, you know, those like little fucking tin buildings yeah. people do shit. You yeah, know. You've, you've told the story before. Oh, I'm, okay, yeah. But, you know. Popped a lock on it, dude. I thought it was wild then, and the, now that I'm hearing it again, I still think it's wild. Because three days, like. There's, there's nothing that could sedate you for three days. It looked like a wafer. It's ketamine, dude. Okay. You, you took ketamine. And I think three days is an exaggeration. I'm sure you're fucked, but. Yeah, it matters. I don't know. I was looking <laughs> diarrhea and piss all over me. Yeah. Wild. Well, supposedly ketamine rocks, dude. I mean, I've got no experience in it. And is that an open invitation to send me some? Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, you know, satirically. If you want to do yeah. a joke, if you want to play a prank and send me ketamine, that'd be hilarious. I K think. hold. Yeah, I think that'd be so funny, dude. But it would just be a joke, you know? Yeah. Not a real thing. No. But, you no. know, with a wink. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, don't do anything. Don't send me drugs in the mail. That'd be. <clears throat> that'd be bad. Yeah, I would be careful because somebody might. Oh, that would be that hates us. Terrible. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm like, damn, it's a ketamine. Now it's borax, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'll get that shit tested. I don't know where though. Yeah. You got testing kits? Do I? Yeah, dude. You're working with the homeless. You don't have like drug testing kits. Now we do drug tests. But well, well, shouldn't you have the shit that you give the homeless people where they check their drugs to make sure they're not getting poisoned? No, we don't do that. That's fucking. We should. Of course, you should, dude. But uh, you're a bad person, dude. No, you should quit me. right it's now. It's the government, so they, we have to have grants for that kind of shit. They won't do that. It costs too much money to get that shit. To, Whack. Uh, you know, like the what the fuck is that shit they give people that overdose on heroin? Oh God, Narcan. Yeah, we we try to get that shit, and it's like. Are you serious? It's expensive. I had that at my job. They won't pay for it. It's crazy. I had it at work, dude. That sucks. That's absurd. Yeah. People suck dick. Well, if anyone wants to send Buddy some Narcan so he can give it to the homeless. I have to have a license. No, you don't. Lie. Dude. As a worker. I had it at a pizza place, bro. Yeah, but as a a worker for, for the people that I work with, I have to have a license. Okay. 
That's probably true. It sucks. But we had it at, the, at, a, at a pizza place, though, brother. Yeah, yeah. And it just said, like, look, if someone's overdosing. Can you get high shit. on Narcan? No. Oh. No, it brings you back from fun. Oh, fuck. You're drifting yeah. away to where where God is. To a much better yeah, plane, to to a much better plane of existence. I've seen somebody OD on that shit. Sucks them back. Rough. Not on them though, dude. I don't think. I think they're chilling, bro. Mm-mm. Everyone that I've known that has OD'd and yeah. came back, they're like, "Yeah, I rocked." Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking that up. rules, dude. I love hearing that shit. I'm like, dude, yes. Because that's what I'm doing, bro. Yeah, they're like when I'm dude, when this. I'm like 69, and I, it's all over with. Yeah, I'm going, dude. 69 is the beginning. We'll see. Yeah. You got to get 69, 69. Then you got to do ketamine out of an ass. <laughs> Dude, I'll do that today. <laughs> My ass? Damn. No. It's pure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pure something, dude. Uh, pure shit. Damn, we're fucking this up. But yeah, what I'm getting at, dude, is like, okay, animal tranquilizers, I understand that. You're putting the guy to sleep so you can keep him tortured. But the antibiotics, dude, the vaxes, dude. Don't vax him, bro. What if that guy just has, like, shitty STDs from fucking animals, and that's why he's doing it, because he don't want him to catch nothing? Mm, damn, I didn't know. Verdell is shocked Bryson with an electrical current. Guess how? Alligator clips all over his body, including his fucking nuts. Sodomized him. And sometimes he would demand sex from the incapacitated captain. C- captain. Captain. Captive, dude. Like, hello, it's me, the captain of incapacitation. <laughs> Step aboard uh, my fucking ass. <laughs> this guy's a freak. All aboard. <laughs> Say you want it, Captain. God damn it, dude. Yeah, but the captive. He would have sex with him up to five times a day, dude. From t- between two and five is what he said. Cool. I could fuck five times a day, dude. Sure. If, if, dude, if, if my wife permitted, which would never happen. Mm-hmm. This is what sucks. Like, women, their shit gets all beat up. Yeah. It stinks, dude. You know, you know, when a woman's sexual prime is, though, in their 40s. Yeah, but their fucking puss is still going to get all beat, dude. Yeah, but it swells, dude. You ever look? Yeah, it swells, bro. Yeah, but like the horniest, like you, you I think we talked about once. It was like the mo- the most opportunity you've had. The fuck is now, right? It's like in your thirties. Me? Yeah. You think about it. Like women are like way dirtier than they're when they get older. I've been fucking the whole time. I know, but what I'm saying is like if they didn't know that you were married and you were. Oh, you mean like, fuck. yeah, yeah, women you know, coming at me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it happens like, all the Dude, it happens to me all the time, and I'm fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah, it don't make sense. And they're usually like over 30. They're like 40. If I got to sleep, dude, I get young women hitting on me. If I wear a sleeveless yeah. shirt, dude, and I'm going through a drive-thru, yeah, yeah, call yeah. it, bro. Yeah, I get that it's, too. It's, it's half like, like man. Yeah. When they see a trap, dude, that's what it is. It's a trap. Yeah. A trap's a trap, dude. Bear caged. Yeah. You see those traps? It's time to You got that. questions, dude. <laughs> women got questions. Like, are you working out? No. I hate women, dude. I don't talk to them. I refuse to speak to him. I'm like, I, I believe in Sharia law. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know? This is against my religion. You can't speak to me in public. Sure. Mm-hmm. You fuck a goat. Is that Sharia law? I think so. I guess I have Goats to. Goats and boys. I got it, dude. It's the law, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't break a law, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so here we are. And and that's the type of torture he's going through, dude. Sodomization up to five times a day. During this time, Bordella held Bryson captive with being tied up in mostly sedatives. Which, I mean, if you're a kidnapper and you don't have sedatives, come on. Get it together. Why struggle? What's your fucking deal, dude? Nothing. You just paused? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why struggle, though? You're just going to tie him up and let him fight for hours? No, dude, put him out. Bryson was tied with several ropes to the iron headboard of Berdella's extra bed, limbs outstretched. That's when Berdella showed Bryson pictures of men who had been in that position before and would not cooperate with them. Fuck. Yeah, that's got to be so scary, dude. Like, you're, you're on that bed. Yeah. And you're seeing pictures of dead fucking dudes on that bed. You know it's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a wrap. Even though he's telling you to cooperate, it's not like people are not dying there. He told Bryson that all the dudes that he saw were dead, once they died, his dogs ate them. And that was not far from the truth. Bryson believed every word Bordell said to him, fearful of his life for good cause. Dude, he had vicious dogs. He had pictures of dudes being tied to the same bed. You're losing it, bro. Dog threat. How you not having that yeah, dog threat, dude? I'm <laughs> telling you, bro, it dog works. Threat. But it does work, though. Yeah, yeah, dogs yeah. are terrifying, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, if I if you got the choice between fighting a human for your life or a dog, you're going human, dude. It depends on the dog. But, but, oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But if it's a big-ass fucking aggro dog. I booted a dog the other day, man. I ain't afraid to say it. I'll boot the shit out of a dog, dude. Man, I'm not getting fucked up. When I'm chasing my son, he jumped on the the hood of my car because it was a little yappy ass. Oh, you booted a little one, dude, so it flew. Oh, you booted it. (laughs) Fucking tether balled that motherfucker. (laughs) My guy comes in and goes, "Hey, man!" I was like, "Your dog got shots." He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Bites my kid." I'm gonna fuck you up. Was it from the guy next door? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Why does he have so many varieties of dogs? That's my well, number one question. Here's what's wild dude. is the landlords are going to boot him out, dude, because he had 14 dogs. And I was like, you know he's got 14 dogs. They're like, no, he told me he only has four. But dude, he's been keeping them all in the house. Whoa. Ten dogs inside, bro? And the one little mean-ass white dog he's got. But he has so many varieties, though, yeah, dude. I booted. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> Did he yipe, dude? Oh, in mid air. <laughs> he yiped, bro. And then he hit That's the ground. So he, he tried to come around today. Yoink. And I just made like a cat noise. Like, like that at him. <laughs> he took his tail and ran back in. The dog shook for life, dude. He was begging to get back in the house. The dog's traumatized, bro. Yeah, I don't want that motherfucker around. But he chased your kid, dude. Yeah, you can't do that shit. No. And I know that guy's not giving him shots. You know, he's not getting shots. He's not. Dude, that guy, dude. I'm So, like, if, I, if you thought in your head, like, damn, someone's got 20 dogs. What you would think, right, is that, okay... They had a dog who had puppies, and then another one of those dogs had puppies. So they're all very similar sure. dog. No, dude, he has got a wild mix of doggery going on over there. Yeah, <laughs> where do they come from, yeah. dude? Where yeah. the dogs come from? Bro? He was like, "Your dog gets loose. I don't do that too." I was like, "Yeah, my dog don't try to bite you." Yeah, it's like you know he he trying to hang out. Your dog try to bite, dude. Try to bite a kid. Yeah, can't have that shit. And dude, dogs hate kids, man. They do. Like, they just sense well, fear, man. When there's a dog that hates a kid, dude, they hate a kid, dude. Yeah, they yeah, try yeah, to yeah. get after it, dude. Yeah, yeah. And my son is a little weird ass trying to jump up on the fucking hood of the car, dude, just trying to figure out, like, I mean. Taking a boot, dude. Terrified. The dog's getting booted, dude. Yeah, fear the fear in a kid's eye where it's yeah. just like, oh, shit. You're his hero, though. He'd probably love to watch you kick the boy, shit out of that dog. Booted. <laughs> that boy took a ride. 
I booted a fucking dog one time. I was delivering oxygen and shit, and we had this motherfucker with dementia. I, I told the story about him before where he's the fucking, well, kiss my butt then guy. Yeah. But yeah, he had these two fucking rat terriers. I may have told this story too, but you got, he has to lock them up before you come over there or they'll get out. So anyway, one time I went over there and the fucking dog got out and I had to boot that shit and I'm the same shit, you know. I'm like kickboxing a bunch of the time. I just hit it with a fucking roundhouse to the rat terrier, flew across the house. Ugh. And the guy's like, I can't believe you kicked my baby. I was like, dude, you're going to forget about it in five minutes, bro. Don't worry. Yeah. You gave it dementia. I hope so, dude. Fuck that dog. Dog can't remember nothing. It's like, dude, I'm not trying to get bit. I love dogs. Don't get it twisted. I'm trying to get dog You got to stay on the fucking mic, bro. You just spit. COVID-19. I'm going to spit on you, dude. You have to help me out here. I'm trying uh, to back away from you. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I mean, taking on a dog, that's terrifying. I mean, it's going to hurt. Way more than a human would hurt killing you. And it, it, the, a dog doesn't have the same type of, like, emo- you, you can't plead it. You can't bargain with a dog. Like, a dog that's out for blood, you can't be like, all right, all right, all right. Like, there's, it's not hearing you. There's no way to make it chill. You really, And you're going to have a much harder time out fighting an animal than a human being. Human being, you, you basically got a 50-50 shot unless you're dealing with a fucking train killer, which is not most of the time. No. A dog, dude, you can't call it, bro. The dogs are fucking wild. You can fuck up and catch a bite to your dick, brother. It's it's all happening. Now, early, the first day of Bryce's captivity, he screamed as he was being raped. And because he screamed, Burdell told him to stop. You know how he solved that shit? Injected Drano into his throat. We're talking heavy-duty torture going on over here. Next to his windpipe. He told him if he continued to call out, he would lose his voice entirely. To keep the torture going, Berdella jabbed swabs into Bryson's eyes, sw- like a Q-tip type of scenario, like a big Q-tip. That's what a swab is, a big-ass Q-tip, soaked in alcohol. Just stuck in your fucking eyes. Correct. But the dude, it, it's not that he's like, he's already got him drugged and tied up. So he's doing these things because he's sadistic and he wants to feel and yeah. see the reaction. He's just teasing it. He does. He's not doing it because he needs to subdue it more. He's already conquered the guy. He's just fucking doing it because that's what he likes. He's building up to the gouge. He's got to be. God, oh, dude, okay. Bryson did not think he would ever see his family again. He continually thought in his mind positive thoughts of of different ways to get out of the situation alive. And I think that's what you got to do, dude. Sure. Anytime you're in a life and death situation, you got to continuously look at the way out. Because that's the best thing to distract your mind with. Now, I can't tell you that from experience. Yeah. I have been in some life and death spots. Well, most survivors of any type of traumatic situation, they're they're fighters. They're, right. They're trying. To, they're trying to figure out. You got to find a way out, bro. Yeah. So he figured out a pattern. Bordello would come and go quietly, leaving the drugged and confused Bryson no idea of where, if at all, Bordello was even in the house. So he's not giving him a pattern to follow. There's no like, all right, I know he leaves at two o'clock every day. Because he can't hear him fucking around the house. Probably most likely because he's drugged up. On the day of his brave escape, Bryson did not know for sure that Berdella was gone. Although, in fact, Berdella had gone out to run some errands. Bryson had been cooperating with Berdella and therefore was allowed to hold the remote control for the television between his knees while his hands were still bound in ropes. He lowered the volume on the television set with his knees. That way he could figure out where Berdella was at. God damn it, dude. That's smart. Very smart. 
but also, what a wild scenario. His hands had been tied in a different fashion than they normally were, and because of that, he learned how to loosen the ropes. Another treat Bryson received for his cooperation earlier in the day was a cigarette. Because he got a smoke, a cigarette got lit, and he noticed that Berdella tossed matches by the end of the bed. The combination of these events allowed Bryson to make a quick getaway. After freeing a hand from the ropes, he used the matches to burn the rest of the ropes. And at that time, his mind was racing about what the fuck is Berdella going to do if he catches me? If he finds me mid-escape, it's Dog City, dude. The dog threat's real. He's going to send the hounds at me, dude. But uh, he, he just fights through it, dude. Takes out adrenaline, captures it, and uses it to escape. He's naked. He's got ropes dangling. He dashes to the windows. He figured that the window was going to be nailed shut or locked. And, of course, the, you, the guy didn't think far enough ahead, dude. It wasn't. Broke the glass. Took a look down. He's from a second story up. That's manageable, you know. Jumped out. Tried to land on his feet. Never do that. Yeah. You got to go button back. You got to hit your most broad surface to take the impact. Feet are too small. All your body weight going onto your feet, they're breaking. Injured his foot upon landing, ignored the pain. But you're on, you're on full adrenaline street right sure. now, dude. Yeah, Nothing matters, street. dude. Runs down the street to his nearest neighbor, and that's when the neighbor opened the door to a naked man. Full, I mean, dude, full naked, but dog collar. The, does, the neighbor would not let him into the home but calls police, which is, I guess, that's actually, honestly... If a, if there's a dude in a dog collar on your doorstep, you do yeah, that's normal. Calling the cops is pretty nice, to be honest with you, because I that would be like, I don't know what you've got going on, brother. Mm-hmm. I think the gays rock. I know you guys have a lot of fun sex, a lot of Kim sex, you know. And I hope you guys have a blast, but don't involve me, please. What's Kim sex? Like kimchi sex? No, dude, you don't know about Kim sex, brother. Uh-uh. Like chemicals? Yeah, dude. I'm talking. You get. Methamphetamine, yeah. ecstasy, ketamine, and you figure out a, a particular dose that turns your body into an otherworldly fuck unit. Okay. And it's especially for gay dudes, man. They just find a certain realm where they blend, they, they find a particular wavelength of electronic music. Yeah. And they take a certain amount of drugs that you become the electronic music. Ah, kind of like Serbian film. And then you fuck to it. Yeah. Just, just doping them up. Wild gay sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim sex. Kim sex. It's something I'm down with. Yeah. That sounds like a dictator. Yeah. Kim sex. <laughs> you come to my country. No get in. Kim sex the god. No westerner come to Kim sex country. Kim sex use nuclear weapon. Damn. My penis. <laughs> you had a nuclear head on your dick. If you had a nuclear dick, dude, the world is yours, bro. Man. Did the Takunta to come get the nuked. God, dude, I would love to nuke a pussy, bro. Man, nuke puking. Let's <laughs> imagine nuking a puss, dude. Man, nuke puking. Face fucking a nuke down somebody's face. Yeah. Dude, the threat of a nuclear warhead as your penis. You're having sex, bro. That, man. Talk about having gear. <laughs> Let me pull my fucking gear out later. Yeah. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm about to pull my fucking gear out. You ever call your shit your gear? 
No. <laughs> no. Let me get my gear out real quick. I call it my fuck plantain. You don't call it that, dude. Yeah, I will. <laughs> you put fuck in front of anything and call yeah. your dick that, yeah. that particular <laughs> thing. Simple You've done it a lot. Well, you always got a good shape. Yeah. You see uh, it? You see my bold? You got a nice piece, dude. It is nice. God, God rocks, you know? But yeah, I mean, that's neighbor shit, dude. But it, good on the neighbor for calling the cops. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like a lot of times I'd be like, nah, man, <laughs> I, I, I don't like cops. Police showed up. They questioned Bryson, which, dude, yeah, I also think in the 80s, they're like, look, number one, I don't want to get AIDS. Okay. Number one, first and foremost, it's only one type of person that wears a dog collar and they got AIDS. So don't give me AIDS, but I will listen to you. Social distancing. Right. But the dude is like, it had clearly been locked up. I mean, he had, like, marks on him. And, of course, at that time, Bordella's dumbass comes to pull him back in, dude. Right, coming back home. Sure. Much to his surprise, here's this fucking roped up dude that got loose and the cops are there. Bordello was, of course, arrested within minutes of Bryson's complaints. Obviously, I mean, that's you got to determine, like, were they having rough tie-up sex? Or was he fucking raped? And uh, detectives... Went ahead and decided that he was at least partially telling the truth. And now, once they arrest him in Missouri, they have 20 hours to determine what charges they're holding him on. So they have to figure out exactly what they're holding him on. So now they got to get to the bottom of it. They're talking to a prostitute, right? They have to figure out what can we charge him with. True. So detectives with the Kansas City Police Department spent an entire weekend, Easter weekend, dude. You know they're pissed. They're like, dude, I just wanted to go to Sunrise Service. I wanted to come back and have some Al and potatoes. And uh, maybe eat a fucking hollow bunny and and look at this shit. This is where I'm at. I'm doing gay sex crime stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to be bummed out, you know. However, because of that, because of them having him locked up, they had to take the entire weekend and begin cataloging all the items that found in his house. Now think about it this way, dude. We're talking about a guy that is his passion is owning a, a goof shop. You know, yeah, flim flams, whim whams. Zip bippers. All that shit. That's what he's into. So they have to go through and catalog. Are you? Can you tell me why you're rubbing your nipple right now? I'm not. Not, nah, dude. I'm rubbing the side of my titty. For what reason? It just feels good. See, I, I don't want you to do that. Well, what we're talking about. <laughs> you're across the table from me. We're talking about violent gay sex, dude. Yeah. And you're rubbing tit. Well, it's just a side. Yeah, but it's still tit. Yeah. Don't rub tit, dude. Well, the nipple and then the side of the tit, I mean, I'm crossing state lines, you know? Yeah, but don't do that next to me. <laughs> I'm over here, dude, you know what I mean? I like it. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's not something you should be doing I'm right doing now. I'm doing a doubler now. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that, dude. I mean, it's like riding my pit muscle, man. Don't be doing it's that, bro. Sore. Nah, dude. You're a rowdy. <laughs> I know you, dude. You got I'm a rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being erotic around me, dude. Please keep your eroticism to yourself. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, so here, <laughs> that's, that's, I'm sure the way police felt, but dude, they're going through like, it, I mean, it's just crazy shit because he's a fucking hoarder, you know? Yeah. You can't, you, there's no way you own anything called a bazaar with a bunch of shit in it and you're not a hoarder. It's just hoarder country, bro. Sure. You're hoarding teeth, all types of dumb shit. I mean, they're looking through fucking boxes with vertebrae, skulls. They don't know if they're a human or a fucking animal. They have so much of this shit that, of course, the cops are freaked out. And then on top of that, they know that there's all these other young men in the area, young gay men 
missing in the area, and they got to figure out, could these fucking human skulls, are they from Zimbabwe? You know, are they from are they are they from Indiana Jones and the fucking mystery of the lost pussy? Yeah. Or perhaps they're authentic, dude. Are these the missing people in our area? Who knows? I mean they found what have you found skulls in a pussy? That would rock, dude. That's an adventure. I would love to be on you know it's bad smelling. I would love for there to just be like a a, a cave sized pussy, dude. Yeah. Well, I'm, I bet there's one out there. If you could just run through it. I mean, like an actual cave. Yeah, like an elephant. Like a, no, dude, way bigger. Like a like a cave, dude. Like you could just go through it. You yeah, know? but it, I, like Magic you... School Bus style, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just. Walk I forgot through there's it, an dude. episode of that really going to an ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching it that day with the kids, man, and they go they into go a, through a they butt. go into a butt, dude. The kids loved it. Yeah, yeah. They were going crazy. Fucking hitting the poop they were, shoot. They were man. going crazy, dude. Yeah, they were going crazy, right? Yeah. I know they were losing yeah. it. They went into a butt. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. My son goes, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, butts are so funny, dude. Especially to a fucking eight-year-old boy, man. Dude, butts were so funny when I was eight, and they're, they are as funny when I'm the 35. butt is funny. Oh, dude, I love anything related to butts. I love it. I'm in butt world, dude. <laughs> dude. I was born in butt world, and I'll fucking die in butt world, bro. <laughs> fucking butt world is everything to me, dude. I remember the first time I heard butthead, I fucking uh, died. I lost dude. it, dude. I fucking lost it, bro. Butts, dude. Farts. Shit. Could you imagine the first time I heard fuck, but then somebody goes, butt fuck. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. what? You told me that. <laughs> yeah, you can fuck a butt. <laughs> oh, man. Life rules, dude. Right, the crapper. Just a, sim- <laughs> <laughs> Just a simple things, dude. I mean, butts, dude. This a, it's not such a bad world, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, butts out here. <laughs> I, I've been, I've always been on the same fucking. Every moment of my life has been like this. I just remember, like, my fucking best friend when I was a kid. I mean, it was all butts, all farts. And one time his mom lost her shit. She's like, I'm tired of hearing this every day with you two. It's just toot, toot, fart, fart, butt, butt. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that all the time, dude. Just like toot, toot, fart, fart. Oh, my God, dude. What do you uh, expect? I fucking rip one in church one time. My grandma goes, oh, you just decided to poot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're not dying, that uh, dude. Man, you uh, can't say poot. Yeah, they wouldn't even let me go to Lubies that day. Oh uh, yeah, you got grounded. You can't fucking poot. I'm trying to get that Lubies, man. You fucking Lubomir Putin, dude. Yeah. You can't be doing that shit, bro. Oh my god, dude. Butt world slaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bobby's world, but butts. Uh, dude, I love to see a butt, dude. Yeah, man. Butt world's just when butts are out. God. Everybody's got I, I butt love foreheads, it. man. Butt foreheads would be cool. I love butts, dude. You just push your asshole. I don't think anything's brought me more joy in my life than things connected to butts, dude. No, man. You know, I love a pork butt. Like a fart butt? I love a pork butt, dude. I love, farts are so funny to me. Yeah. Fucking and looking at a butt. Grabbing onto a butt while you're pounding, dude. Yeah. God damn. God bless butts. But yeah, they're, they're cataloging all of this guy's fucking goofy ass shit. And on top of that, they got to obtain search warrants, and they got to get warrants to detain Berdella for longer than 20 hours. They're looking through all the shit that he has in his house, dude. And, of course, in true hoarder style, I mean, it's like magazines, 
newspapers, crazy pictures, pictures he took, clutter, dog shit everywhere. Like what you have to unpack a hoard. It's just the thing is, most of this fucking hoard is murder shit, you know, like actual skulls. Now, Bryson had positively identified Bordella in the meantime while he was recovering in the hospital. Detectives showed him pictures of him and other people. He fucking slogged through all the pictures, picked out Bordella, and because of that, Bordella was first charged with forced sodomy and charges relating to the torture of Bryson because in the hospital they checked him to see if there was, in fact, anal trauma, things of that nature. Bordella spent his life, his entire life, involved with young males in one way or another. And this is where the shit gets super fucked up, and I'm sure it's a lo- uh, something that you can definitely relate to. And all, the, all the, the, and this is 100% why anyone that's an adult that's involved in a sports league that does not have kids in it, no. Any church activity, no. Boy Scouts, fuck no. Anything where there's an adult that volunteers, if they do not have a kid in that group, sure. get them away from there because it's a problem. There's like you think that people like this don't exist, but once again, this is the fucking reality. Mm-hmm. More times than not, I feel like. So what did he do in his free time? Of course, volunteer for any youth organization he could. Sports, groups, school, anything he could get his fucking hands on. Neighborhood crime watch, gets his face out there as a vigilant member. Do you think that he would spear a motherfucker for being in the corner of his yard? No, no dude. Absolutely not. He's not a good neighborhood watch guy. He's not a fucking Hardsman looking for conflict. He's a fucking wimp trying to make himself seem like he would never do any crime. That's the problem with sociopaths is that they have to make themselves look better to everybody else. And in that yeah. time period, you're capable of it. You know, it's like nobody's saying, well, he doesn't have kids. He must be a creep. They're thinking like, man, what a great guy. Just out here. He's single. He could be trying to fuck all the time, get drunk, yeah. watch a porn. But no, he's a great guy. He just He's just hooting and hollering at some. He's just eccentric. Yeah. He's an eccentric. Nobody would ever call him a fagbagger, but that's what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at people. I guarantee. I didn't know what a fagbagger was. What is it? It's somebody that just fucks butts. That's oh, yeah. That's and cool. I was like, some homeless dude said that to me the other day. I was like, fagbagger? That's wild, dude. But is, is the guy fucking butts like a straight guy? So they're calling him a fagbagger? No, it's like a rapist, I guess. Like, Oh, yeah. So a harsh term. Yeah, like like somebody like gets out of prison and, <clears throat> they is, bag and is trying to fucking make the property. get up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's hey, real. you know that fucking song? I I heard it on the radio, but it in the air that we were bouncing, it played all the time. It's like, come here, girl, I'm about to bag it up. Yeah, is he talking about putting on a condom or just bagging them up? <laughs> like, is he talking about bagging it up mm. by putting on a condom, or is he saying I'm about to bag it up? Like he's gonna just like take you? Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe he's talking about chaining at the. The dirt devil, man, put a new bag in <laughs> Bag in the vacuum. I'm, I'm going to do some chores for you, baby. <laughs> I'm going to do them chores, bitch. <clears throat> oh, come on, bitch. I'm going to clean your motherfucking couch. When's the last time you vacuumed one of them cushions? Yeah. So, youth organizations, neighborhood crime watch, various other communities. Number two, I guarantee that he fucking wore Hawaiian shirts, dude. This is the type of guy that continuously wears bright red Hawaiian shirts he let young men live with him and also employed them to work in his store. And that is a strategy we've seen implored by John Wayne Gacy. Sure. I think this is if you're a gay dude 
and you're trying to look like you're an upstanding member of the community and you're going to end up doing creepy shit and abusing young men, a great way to fucking sneak into that. And if you ever take this advice, I'll kill you. But I'm saying like we, I've noticed this pattern is if you, if you have the moderate amount of money or you're involved in the leadership of a business or you own your own business, like in this case, you get them to work for you, dude. And, and that no one will question that because especially with poor kids, they're like, oh, he's got a job. Sure. You know, that's great. You got to pay attention to him. He's going to teach you good stuff. No, dude, he's not going to teach people good stuff. Uh, one of his neighbors said that he was involved in, in, in the neighborhood crime watch. He remembers it from that. But he also noticed that he liked to snatch young men. Now, if you say that, why didn't you do something? Snatching them. That's not a good word, you know? That's two words. That's not two a, different that's meanings not a consensual word. word. You snatch them. Well, if you're gay, it means you're snagging them up. Dude. Yeah, you're, you're, well, you're doing you're rapes. Hitting them in the boy snatch. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, snatching them. After locating questionable items in Bordello's home, which, of course, such as bones, that could definitely be human bones, police noticed an area in the basement's dirt floor and looked at its dimensions and thought, hey, man, this kind of resembles a grave, which, again, Gacy adjacent. Yeah. Basement graves. And this was like post-Gacy, so I'm guessing he probably kind of, in a way, copycat murdered him a little bit. Police interviewed neighbors. That led to the search of the property around the house. In the backyard, there were other freshly dug places. And to police, they assumed a worst-case scenario was unfolding right in front of them. Over Easter weekend, it would prove difficult to locate someone who could operate and had access to earth moving equipment. And as Berdella was currently being held by warrants previously issued stemming from Bryce's comments. Now time belonged to the Kansas city police department. Once he's in custody for a charge, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. until he's seen by a judge. They can hold him as long as they need to. However, as always is the case, the media was alerted to this strange turn of events before they could get the heavy equipment. And they began to swarm the house on Charlotte Strait. Charlotte Street. I'm slurring, dude. Yeah. I'm on slur. I got I got a dry mouth. And this is the problem with beer. Is I'm thirsty, I drink it, but it doesn't wet my mouth up. No, it just makes your brain wet. <laughs> Too true. The dude that I had hired was talking about how much he likes to drink beer and shit. And I was he was like, I didn't used to forget stuff until I started drinking a bunch. I was like, Yeah, your fucking brain's wet, dude. He was That's like true, man. He goes, That could happen. <laughs> Oh yeah, like, yeah dude, got, I've seen it bad, dude. You got sog mine, bro. And there was this old boy. I'm just gonna say his name's Bob, but dude, he like real bad alcoholics have these real like real rosy cheeks and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, he was bald. Dude was cool, man. He was jovial as fuck. That is a jovial. But he boy, would dude. get up every thirty minutes in treatment and come check the clock and go, "What time is it?" And he would just go back to bed. The dude was like forty something, but he, so he's not sleeping. Well, he thought he had slept all night. But yeah. he was like coming to check the clock and shit. Drinkers dawn, dude. And then he w- and we'd be like, "Hey man, it's ten minutes from the last time you came in." <laughs> and he would just go back, dude. And he was like, he had dementia, but he was forty. That stinks. But he, I was like, "How much did you drink when you were drinking, man?" He was like, "I drank two gallons of whiskey a day." I was like, two uh, gallons day. of whiskey, man." Whoa. And he said, "The trick is to eat." And I said, "That's, That's a bad trick, dude." I said, "Man, like, that trick did, stinks." I was like, "Did you drink water?" He was like, "Only no. time I ate was whenever I knew I was too bad." And I was like, "Too bad? <laughs> yeah, what's too I was bad? Like, you with drank two gallons, two gallons man. Yeah. He died. Any moment is yeah, that good. Died, Thank man. God. Yeah, he was cool though. You can't just, have him out there. Yeah, but he's not meant for it. He's, like, he's here for a good time, not a long time, dude. 
Yeah. Oh, man. He lived out his purpose. True, man. I'm here for a good time. Yeah, he can't. Not a long time. <laughs> yeah, he can't. That dude can't be out of here fucking living like that. Yeah, so the media shows up, which fucks everything up. That's what mainly sucks about it. It's like, dude, you fucking vultures are going to get a story. Why? You had to come out and fuck everything into pieces. Um, as they start evacu- excavating, not evacuating, I evacuate my ass, but they excavated his backyard. Excavation of the backyard began as hordes of reporters were on site, and of course, right away, an hour in, the detectives spotted a human skull with hair and soft tissue still intact. The work continued in the backyard into Monday after Easter. Strange items were found, but unrelated to any human death, like the bones from animals, jars with bird feathers. The discovery lent credence to the idea that perhaps Bordello was into Satanism or some kind of occult religion. You know how in 1988 that's going to go crazy. Yeah, everything. He's a fucking demon. It Wait, seemed what... I was going to say, you think about it, like a lot of serial killers are kind of like that. Like Ed Gein, he had shrunken heads in his home like he had gotten from probably in Bobway. Yeah, he's probably just trying to start a fucking oddity shop, dude. Yeah. yeah he's like weird I'm going to start my store. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start it. Really Have you heard his voice before? Yeah. I'm just so tired of being over here and not having sex with dead bodies. Yeah, well. Wow. <laughs> he, he just loved the way shit smelled, dude. He likes stink. Yeah. Because all that shit stinks. He cooked a pussy. That's got to be the worst. <laughs> a dead, Especially the lady he cut dead, pussy off of. Yeah. Because she was like a bartender. Oh. A real floozy. That's know? what you call a beatbox, dude. <laughs> that is a beatbox, bro. Man, could you imagine slapping a, a fucking pussy skin over a mic, man? And fucking flowing. <laughs> That's a beatbox. Wrapping into... Just like fucking slapping on there. And a pussy. Yeah. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> Sex spaghetti. Sex spaghetti. Dick's hard and fucking ready. Palms are sweaty. Gay sex... On the telly, watching guys fuck, I stay ready to fuck men. That's what I do. I love to watch two gentlemen screw. <laughs> <laughs> you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow inside a man's hole. Man. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Shoot that slim gravy. That song is terrible, dude. Yeah. 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 It's bad. Dude's a good rapper, though. Yeah, sure. But that particular, it's like just the rundown of the movie. Yeah. He's like, Trailer Park, I cannot go back to. I mean, dude, we watched the movie. Relax. Yeah, yeah. I saw that in theaters. Are you serious? I didn't want to, but I was Why there. did you go then, dude? I was in high school, man. My friend's Who mom took, you? took us there. Yeah. Like, you guys need to see this. Dude, that sex scene rocks, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Man, his mom is a fucking. That's uh, Bo Derek, dude. The mom? Bo Derek, the the hot fucking lady from Batman. Yes, yeah, Bo Derek, brother. Oh man, I was thinking of sex spaghetti. <laughs> I was thinking of Bo Jackson. Eminem's ass. That'd be ready. cool if his mom and mom was Bo Jackson. Mom is spreading. Yeah, dude, that would rock. Bo Jackson should play more moms in movies, dude. Yeah, like the Bridges of Madison County with Clint Eastwood and Bo Jackson. That would slap. He does like fucking. Uh... Or if Bo Jackson was like the mom in Seventh Heaven. He does like speaking engagements for trauma now. Bo Jackson does. He's the book him, dude. Yeah, he was in fucking. Now he was in Hot Spring. I saw it. It was cool. Come on, dude. You didn't tell me about Bo being yeah, in town. Yeah, I, about I don't it. care about sports. I didn't even know but Bo rocks, dude. Yeah, he was in the cartoon with Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, dude. Yeah, they had a they had a they had a, a force 
that fought crime just purely on being so good at sports that they could fight crime with their sports abilities. I can't remember how the song went, but I do remember football break away. Bo's going to save the day. Damn. Yeah, dude. Bo rocks. Bo knows, dude. Bo knows. He knows where the clit is. Oh, yeah. That's Clint Eastwood, dude. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Peeling him back. Dude, Clint Eastwood, again, another rocking fucking shirt, dude. Just like that whatever movie he was in where he's wearing a poncho and a hat, dude. And But just instead of his face, it's a clit. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. Man. Damn, dude. Clint Eastwood is the fucking guy. Man, it takes some skill. Just like a stern-faced clit, dude. Yeah. Like a very serious clit. You know. Some pushes you gotta peel the heel back, you the hood wow, back. Clint Eastwood's hard. Clint Eastwood. Clint. Yeah. That's one of those it's hard to tame. Blood dude. sweller. Keep slipping away. Yeah. Like you know where it is, you pop you pop it out, dude, and then it just goes back in and you can't find it for a minute. Yeah, yeah. You ever yeah. fiddle with those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where the fuck did you go, dude? Yeah, man. That's fine. <laughs> I like the hunt. <laughs> <laughs> The wild hunt, dude. Oh, yeah. God, dude. You got to call it the Game and Fish Commission. It would, be so funny to watch, it would be so funny to just watch you like really get into a pussy, dude. Yeah. Just like the ins and outs. I get into it. Yeah, bro. I know you do, dude. But I just imagine your face, bro, just like. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm trying to do a Rubik's Cube or some shit. Well, yeah, I mean, like it. I mean, you know, it's like the same way Barry White's music works. Since I've been finding clit. <laughs> dude, yeah. that guy fucks, man. He anyway. Did, yeah. Yo. I'm fucking he up. He just ate only chicken skin, man. Yeah. From and fried chicken. Straight too, fucked. He just pulled skin off, ate yeah. it, and had fucking raw sex, Scam. dude. Just raw sex. Yeah. All the time. Fat as fuck. Raw sex. Yeah. You know who didn't have sex, dude? Notorious B.I.G. For sure, dude. Absolutely did not. No. That old belly button eye. Didn't fight anybody. Didn't have sex with anybody. Made it all up. Now, when he got rich, he probably fucked all the time, dude. Oh, yeah. But well. before that, that's what I'm saying. It's like he was rapping about fucking mm-hmm. with no sexual experience. None. Just. Uh, A-P-N-E-A. I got sleep apnea even when I'm awake. <laughs> man, you so fat you got a fucking sad guy man yeah dude he's as fat as you can get he would have died in two years if he hadn't got shot big pun died dude yeah. he would have gone out the same way dude oh man think about how big pun died an honest death a fat disgusting fuck yeah and then the tourist big got shot dude he should have just fucking eaten himself out but a different type of eating out, dude. Oh, okay. That's I, when you kill yourself yeah, with food, bro. I was like, he ain't that flexible. <laughs> yeah, he can't man. eat himself. Eat your own ass. I'm fucking this whole Look, look, hold on. Let, let me go back because we're at, we're at a pretty intense part, dude. Because they just discovered a skull that did have human flesh left on it. That's got to be a fucking sight to see. And then, of course, all the shit they find, they start going, oh, my God. He is a goddamn Satanist. Police interviewed neighbors. About led police to search property around, like, neighbors houses too they're just looking around trying to figure out what's the connection between these fucking weird jars and the human bodies they find and it's just eclectic shit dude it's just the guy's a fucking freak and every time they dug in every discovery baffled them it didn't answer any questions they just find more and more weird shit and they're like what the fuck 
are we digging into? Which also leads me to believe that the dude's just out in his yard all the time, continuously burying shit. Like, who is not just being like, hey, man, it's 5 a.m., stop fucking burying shit, dude. I'm trying to fuck or sleep or something. You got to quit burying shit in your backyard. Because, again, it's a nice suburb area. We're not talking about the middle of nowhere, shit town. We're a decent suburb. In the meantime, detectives continue to work on the inside of their house. And and that's hard because there's dog shit and piss everywhere, dude. I mean, they spray luminol around to try to find the blood. And uh, they see different fucking blood sprays and spatters everywhere. Because, you know, when you clean it up, it still leaves the fucking DNA behind. So luminol shit will light it up, dude. They spray it on there, put a UV light on, and they're finding blood. Sp- there's basically blood head to toe in the house, dude. Imagine that. Just a house of blood. Just like the Shining scene, but man-made, you know? Yeah. Uh, people began contacting the police department with concerns for their loved ones because there had been gay dudes missing. They hadn't seen them around. And that's something that police neglect at that time. Yeah, sure. They're like, oh, gay guys missing, whatever. It's just no one shit. AIDS. Yeah. Exactly. Witnesses came forward to discuss their particular encounters with Bordello. Some people claimed to have seen Bordello injecting people with drugs, primarily the tranquilizers he used for his dogs. Who? Okay, if you saw somebody... Shooting up their dogs. Why didn't you call somebody? You know? And if you saw someone shooting up people, why didn't you call somebody? You know? What planet do you fucking live on, you apes? Others claimed that they were victims of Bordello assaults. Planet of the apes. That's where they live. Just fucking mongos, dude. Yeah. How do you watch that and just be like, oh, 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 oh. There's a, Man. Drano. Was just in like tar neighborhood? What a dream come true. It would be so fun, dude. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Dude, I was I had a bad fucking morning today because I was driving to work, <laughs> eating my fucking McMuffins. Yeah. And they did NPR has gotta stop doing human interest pieces right now. Yeah. Stop. Quit. It's bad. We know it. I know it, you know it. Just People so are loud the wall rang. Good. People are dying, dude. Yeah. Shit's bad. People are stuck, depressed. Dude, they did a story. About these two Down syndrome kids that live in the house with their mom. Single parent, two Down syndrome kids. She's talking about how Down syndrome kids love attention and affection. And when they know people, they have to go see them. They go crazy if they don't see them. And so she's like, yeah, they, they can't have human interaction. They miss all their people. They're going, sure. they're bouncing off the fucking walls right yeah. now. One of them had a birthday. So they had their neighbor drive through uh, with a parade. And, and the kid was screaming because it couldn't go hug them. Dude, I'm not trying to cry when I'm when I'm munching McMuffin, brother. No. It was a rough morning, dude. Yeah, I can see the tears welling up right now, man. No, I'm not a cry street, dude. No, yeah, I see them. I just got wet eyes. My allergies are yeah. wild, dude. Uh, but yeah, dude, come on, NPR. What's the point in that? Down syndrome kids love a hug. I man. know. What are, you, what are you trying to get at, though? Yeah. It's bad. Oh, yeah, we know. Don't make it worse, you fucks. Yeah, yeah. Give me a goddamn break. I'm trying to tug at your fucking soak strings man yeah dude they're already been tugged apart the world's a nightmare right now sure i'm trying to have a mcmuffin dude yeah get out of my face i want to learn about the facts yeah but not down syndrome facts yeah keep it to yourself <laughs> you know yeah you egg-headed freak the npr people dude oh, okay, the down okay, syndrome okay, people okay, the npr guy yeah yeah, it's just a crazy story. Like they they keep they always have like something to pull at you, make you feel worse, dude. It's bad already. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, the facts stick to them. Sure. You ever think about that? Fucking off and sticking to the facts. 
Not, I know you don't, but yeah. I mean NPR. It's like in this case, the intent, the amount of evidence they're finding is overwhelming. I mean, even though they're digging through dog shit, having a rough time, it leads detectives to realize a death, if not more than one, had definitely occurred on Bradella's property because of the blood and the, the skulls and shit. However, there's no full body. But you wouldn't think that would make it difficult to convince a judge to seriously consider murder charges when there's no actual corpse, but it does. Sure. Come on. Why would you have a hard time with that? You got skull with hair and flesh on it. You got a house sprayed in blood, but no full body. The skull and vertebrae that were located in the early excavation of the yard were sent to a lab for positive identification. And because Bordella had so many odd artifacts in his stored house, it was almost impossible for police to determine what was authentic and what was not. Otterfacts. Is that what I said? Yeah. I'm drunk, dude. Yeah, yeah. Otters. They got crazy facts, dude. They like it. They like their belly to get scratched. Yeah, don't let them on who wants to be a millionaire. They win it. Yeah, they don't even need to use a lifeline, dude. No, nah, dude. No. Can you hold it down for a second while I pee? That's yeah, what's sure. causing the trouble. Is you I just got to piss. Go piss, man. Get your pee going. You gotta hold it down. Yeah, I got it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, Chris really got to get back on his medicine. Okay. See what I'm saying? He just, you can hear him from the bathroom. He, his concentration is just not what it was. It's all right. You know, we go get out here with these artifacts. We're going to let them, we're going to, we're going to give a top 10 artifacts, man. It's like, yeah, bellies, you know, we know that they like that shit. They got those whiskers. They're like, they're like, Cat, dog, fish, cats. And I like that shit. You know, but they're like dolphins that are cats. I, I can't, I don't understand how the Lord created such a beast. Such a magnificent beast. But also, otter pussy's got to be the wildest wood as fucking pussy of all mammals. You know, give us a shout out if you've ever tried a little bit of that otter pussy. What do you mean? I don't know anybody that's ever fucked an otter pussy, man. I can't shout out people that I don't know they ever fucked an otter. Nobody says that out loud. You know? I, I, shit. Would you fuck an otter? Would I fuck an otter? Ooh. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like the moan's crazy. And I like a moan. The moan. The moan of the bone. Bone moans. Yeah. Chris has got to fucking push on his balls a little bit to get the rest out, you know? You ever have to push your balls up, get the drip? Yeah, me too, man. I hate that. You know, the see, Alice helps me though. Pee Alice? Yeah, man, they should pee all crazy. They use it for like weird pee problems too. See <laughs> Alice? Yeah. Damn, yeah, dude, I actually need it then. Yeah, like you know, you got that night pee, and it's like, man, I got you. Like, stream it for a second, let it go, <laughs> stream it. You night know, pee. yeah, it does help with the night pee, man. One fine day with a skeet and a nut, Chris put his penis inside of a butt. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Sex otter? <laughs> yeah. Man, that's stuck. What? That's a combination of stink and suck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I haven't eaten, dude. Well, that's the issue. It's yeah. like the we sold out of food. Sure. So I had nothing to eat. We got to go to Popeye's again. Oh, damn. We kind of do, bro. Yeah. Woo. Okay, let's go. Um. God damn it. Let me take one more sip of yours. 
Dude, Big Mac's pretty good. Bro. I love Big Mac. They got Mac. Double Max right now. Yeah. But man. that one that you were going to go to, you can't go there. That one's fine, dude. Mm. That one's the best one. No. Wrong again. Night Shift is the best one. Uh, yeah, perhaps. Okay, so yeah. Here's, here's, here's the issue here that we're dealing with. This is where shit gets tricky. Which I think, I honestly think in the back of my mind, they're just like, gay, yuck. Uh, they're looking through that. It's got to be a part of that, right, dude? Yeah. Because they're having a tough time, like, nailing this shit down, which makes no sense because it's some of the most obvious fucking murders yeah. <laughs> of all time. Some of the buddy picked up a hammer. It's some of the most obvious murder f- fucking torture scene of all time. But that's the thing is that, number one, they don't give a shit because it's all gay dudes that are victims. Number two, they don't want to fucking deal with it. They want to get home for Easter weekend. They're trying to seal it up quick, and, and everyone in the chain is being hard to fucking deal with. So, and again, the, the guy does have tons of freak shit. So now they have to do this tedious, methodical search, and they had to wait on results from the labs on b- tests for all these fucking bones. And there's so many different bones, dude, that they can't figure out if it's human, if it's a fucking baboon, if it's a fucking DOG, if it's a CAT. There's just too many fucking bones around. Now, they devised a backyard grid so that that way they can make a fucking map of everything they've gone over, and then they have to figure out a way to most effectively search without going over ground that they had previously searched, and even when they go back, they're still finding crazy shit. Copious documentation provided by Berdella led detectives to begin contacting the people whose names were listed in the diaries he kept of torture administer to each victim so again you would think that this might fucking perhaps help prove that this guy is a torturing rapist murderer but no a fucking diary dude and they're they're trying to contact people of i mean the guy is writing down names how what more do you want and then identifying the faces contained within the photographs was difficult in a lot of cases a lot of the pictures were berdella sodomizing the victims his face wasn't visible, and the sodomized victim's face was not visible. So they just have a dick and a butt, and they've got no fucking way to put the, no place to place the blame. You can't just say, yeah, dude, I went on dickbuttpolaroid.com and got butts being dicked. I've been transported to butt world. Yeah, dude, off in butt world, dude, that's the norm. That's what's rigged, dude, is just dick and butt. Police began deciphering a code of shorthand that Bertella used while logging the events taking place with his victims. Insane. Like, serial killer code, dude. This guy was up to some shit. I mean, just fucking going off, dude. It was written in a rather elementary and crude style because, for example, police were able to rapidly determine BF... What fuck? <laughs> ...represented exactly that. <laughs> Anal penetration with his penis while Fing F stood for... Fingering? Is that really? Oh, yeah, dude. Fingering a butt, dude. You're nailing it. Yeah. Just like the cops. There were dozens of references. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, there were dozens of references to F in various fashions. Bing by bing. (laughs) Such as (laughs) carrot F or cucumber F, which, of course, meant Bordella inserted cucumbers or carrots into the rectum. The logs contained other equally disturbing information regarding the frequency and dosage of medication administered to the victims and where he injected them. Which that's the crazy part. It's like, why? I guess it's got to just be the needle going in, right? 
that's what you're looking for is like just oh this horns me up by putting a needle into a fucking rib or i really want to put a needle into a fucking taint you know yeah that's got to be the thrill of it right well i mean then that would old fucking uh the gray man oh, yeah no nasty himself man he's shoving it up but his own yeah not others i think the pain is what he loved yeah though, you know it's just, pain train coming whoop yeah. whoop you know you you know sharks as soon as they get the blood man they can't stop oh yeah they get horned dude it's the same way with serial killers they get horned too they get scream they get beyond horns like a blood splatter they get horned over the worst stuff dude well, it was like andre chikatilo man he could only come if he saw blood Crazy. Why do you get horned up by blood, dude? Your blood's gross. Yeah. My Russians are some next level shit, though. That is true. If there's a serial killer, dude, he's taking it to the extreme. The boys from Fluids posted a video in their story of, like, this, I guess it was, like, a homeless drunk dude. Yeah. And then, like, guy walks up, and they're in the middle of a park, and he, like, starts whooping his ass and, put like, gets on a bench. This other dude just pulls a fucking knife out and stabs the guy in the face repeatedly, like, ten times. And, like, the lady that's sitting on the bench just starts screaming and shit. I had to watch it, like, eight times because I was like, Of course you did. No way this is real. Like, I, it kind of fucked me yeah, up. As soon as you hear, Oskroskini, it's But it was, yeah, yeah. You know, it's real. But they were like. Authentic. You know how they like to twiddle a blade inside of an eye? Oh, he was. Yeah, all made that. Fucking pocket oh, pussy noise. You oh, know? I hate that, dude. Yes. <laughs> God, dude, I hate the that gurgle. so much. The gurgle. I gurgles, man. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Some of the names were listed frequently, so police began to search for those individuals. They quickly determined that the information contained in his personal logs directly corresponded to the dates and times of several young men who were missing. The people of Kansas City began to realize that this would be a huge case as there was a serial killer in their midst. Bob Bardella sat in the Jackson County Jail awaiting his fate. For his own safety, he was isolated in a private area of the sick bay, which is where they put sexual abusers, especially if they're homosexuals, and often... Anytime there was a victim of homosexual violence at the hand of other prisoners, they put him in there. So they went ahead and fucking made a judgment call to not let him get... Which, why, dude? Let him get a taste of his own medicine, you know? Why are you so... Why you can't commentate when you're that far away, dude? I'm just That's thinking about it. That's not for podcasting, bro. Let me bro. think about it. Where you're sitting at is not for podcasting. Wow, I'm just thinking. It's for chilling, dude. That's for thinking. You can also chill and podcast. That's what we're up to, bro. I know. We're chilling and casting, you know? Chill cast. Yeah, dude. We got to do a Patreon episode this weekend. Okay. Have to. Okay. It was Easter this weekend. That's what fucked it. Yeah. You did some Easter shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same here. But I forgot to tell you that I was doing it, but I'm glad you had something going on, so I don't feel guilty anymore. Hid some eggs in the house. Inside? Yeah. We waited until it stopped raining. Anyway, bitch. Nobody wants to hear that shit. Let's get into the meat of this investigation. Observers claimed Bardella appeared remorseful and also in denial and even kind of pensive and reflective. He refused to speak to anyone who might convey his side of the story, such as the media or the police. So he's keeping to himself. However, his friends who visit him say that he wished to speak to a particular minister with whom he had developed a friendship over the years. Not necessarily religious counseling, but someone he knew he could confide in. Weird. What priest is talking to this motherfucker on the side? I mean, you said for their freaks. Yeah. 
they fuck kids too. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a far out bizarre thing. Yeah. Gotcha. See what you did there. Yeah. But yeah, he is definitely talking to a brother in weird sexery. Yeah. Priests suck, dude. We gotta get rid of them. Yeah. They all look like Wario, man. They all fuck kids. I mean, they all do. Yeah. They have to. I mean, dude, if you knew of a job that can over and over again got convicted of having sex with kids, would you do that job? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's what's crazy about it. They're not allowed to have sex. But they do it in the worst ways, bro. It's like, well, being gay is a sin, but then fucking a young boy. It's a way worse sin, dude. Oh, man, it's super fucking crazy to me. They're doing Sharia law, bro. You think Muslims and Christians are beefing? No, dude. Priests are just doing Sharia law. Yeah. That's the same shit. Came from the same place. Yeah, dude. They fuck young boys. It's like heritage shit. It's a goddamn nightmare. Man. No sex with women, which rocks. Unless you're gay. Then sex with consensual adult men rocks. You know? If you're raping butts. Raping's no good, dude. No. There's no way that rocks on either end. No. And I, uh, yeah. You're getting your rocks off, but you ain't rocking, <sighs> you know? But it's not the sex that's making you nut, dude. Yeah. If you're breaking their back while you're fucking, that's pop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how like, middle-aged gay guys are <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> making a blueberry bread pudding. <laughs> Come on in, I got bread pudding. <laughs> I'll probably come in. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love bread I love pudding, pudding yeah, too, yeah, man. Yeah, Fucking yeah. A, brother. Yeah, but that but that's a crazy person to ask for. You should arrest that guy. Why are you asking for him? We're arresting him too. Clearly, you guys are acting together. Bradella at that time would not confess anything to anybody. Police say that he ignored the entire situation. He was normal. Sorry, what was normal, I just talked retarded, so I got to face it. What was normal for him was being in control. He was always the guy in control, telling people what to do, making people do what he wanted. So being confined to a jail cell with nowhere to go and police be, dude, do not chug that not on video. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm just getting fired up. Don't, don't fire want, it up, dude. Have I don't one, want to have too, one of my beers if you're out of beers. I don't, I'm fine. I just don't want to be too cold. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, I'm just making sure. Buddy's going to chug. We're going to do a video of it. Um, what is that, a pint? It's a pint. He's going to chug a pint of Fireball, and I'm going to let him drive me home and then drive himself home. Allegedly. No, yeah, sure. It's uh, a bit. It's, it's a joke. It's yeah, a bit. I mean, this is apple juice. It's a joke. Yeah. We're doing a bit. Um, someone, dude, the guy that I work for, which he's pretty straight-laced. He's, not, I mean, he's a wild boy. He just doesn't like to drink. Mm-hmm. I drank a beer at work the other night, and he was like, you're "He's drinking- more of a cocaine guy." No, he was like, "You drink and drive home," and I was like, "Dude, what is the point of drinking if you're not going to drive?" And his wife laughed way too hard. Yeah, she's cool, very cool. That's over the top. They, they rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he that he rocks, dude. He's a wild. He's a wildsman, just a different way, dude. Some yeah, people yeah. don't like to drink. I bet he's a wild fucker. He's wild. Oh. I bet he. Bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, stop, dude. Yeah, stop. Because I'm pretty sure he listens. I'm that's not okay, 100% man. Sure, but uh, he's he's the man, dude. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, he doesn't drink. So yeah, driving drunk rocks. Sure. It this is a bit. It's yeah, a joke. It's not real. It's man. a prank, but yeah. it does rock. 
love doing a bit on a podcast, but yeah, dude, he uh, just in his own fucking. And, and you gotta think, dude, if you're if you're used to putting people in shackles, binding them up, mm-hmm. and now it's you. Do you think that's a turn on to him, or do you think it's the opposite? Do you think he's bummed out? I'm, I mean, I know he's bummed because he's in jail, but do you think there's a tad bit of a thrill to it? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Now you're the victim. Well, well, you know, where do you go? You, I mean, you're going to get fucked. Oh man, I'm gay. I'm going to get fucked. Yeah, yeah. But he's a top, though, dude. You know. Well, maybe secretly he wants to be a bottom. Maybe this is how he discovers it. You know, he's not overpowering people either. He's a goofy looking fuck. Well, I mean, you're going to bleed the potato. (laughs) Bleed the potato. (laughs) That sounds like an Allison Chainsaw, dude. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, potato. Damn it, dude. Lead the potato. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do, definitely. Because because of his contacts and his business, and he had been in Kansas City for years, of course, he had a large database of acquaintances and friends. Some of them figured that he was a fucking freak, but couldn't bring them. Because, indeed, I mean, he's wearing a dog collar and a Hawaiian shirt, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of people that knew him, though, just considered him a very friendly cornerstone of their weird community, the art community. These are the people you got to look out for. This is what people don't get. He's friendly, fun to be around, and he's doing Polaroids. He's a grown man. Look out! That's not what you want. No. He's doing bad shit. Mm -hmm. But people are like, I can't believe it. Dude, I definitely could believe it. If I had seen this guy, if you showed me a picture of him and told me he was doing Polaroid photography, busted. Looks like Wario, dude. I would have arrested him myself. But, yeah, they couldn't believe that he was a fucking monster like this. Some friends accused the police of framing Berdella. I think the main thing is a lot of people in Kansas City just did not want to believe that there was a human being capable of this behavior because it shapes up in the Midwest, even though you're in a gnarly town. You're not ready for shit like that. Mm -mm. You don't want to believe that there's a guy doing bird feather spells and jars and cutting gays up while he's fucking butt-fucking them with ketamine. Oh, what a crapshoot. You love to say that, dude. (laughs) (laughs) After about a week in the investigation, detectives knew that they had to identify the people in the pictures. The hardest part would be the ones with no faces portrayed, and it was suggested by an outside source that detectives ask Berdella to assume the pose of the person taking the photographs whose stomach, lower limbs, and occasionally arms or hands were photographed. A plan was then put into action to have Berdella take a strikingly similar photograph of him in those poses. They would then be sent to a professional for positive identification. At the same time, samples of Berdella's body hair was obtained. Berdella was embarrassed and humiliated by having to pose for the photographs. However, he was cooperative for the most part. He did resist on more than one position he was asked to assume, one of which was positioning him to represent having anal sex with another. Detectives wanted to position his hand as if he was shoving something into someone's anus. (laughs) (laughs) Just cops being like, all right, okay, here we are. I don't want to do this. I got to. Yeah. You're going to take this here. Pretend it's a pickle jar, Todd. Just get get the pickle (laughs) you want. Yeah, you know. Had to cram something up someone's ass, okay? We know you. Just glove up. We know what you've been doing, all right? Okay, let's not pretend, okay? I ain't a fucking pretender. 
you take it and you shove it up the ass. That's what I want you to do. I don't want you to ask me any questions about it, okay? All right? Take it. Shove it up the ass. No questions, okay? Cram the crap claim. That's how cops talk. Okay? Yeah. Where's the emergency at? Okay. All right. Well, you know, you're doing 74 to 25, okay? And they always do the shit. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. I get you. Yeah, I get it. I'm cool. I get yeah. it. You yeah. know, you like shoving stuff up ass. I get it. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, you're going to do it here. All right. You got a lot of experience with it, okay? And, uh, you know, you're just going to have to shove it up his ass and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Good job, man. You're doing a good job. We'll see you do it. Go ahead. We trust you. Got it. You like doing it. Go ahead and do it. Bertella was arraigned in the courtroom of Judge Alvin Randall. Bertella shocked everyone by entering a plea of guilty, even though he had been uncooperative. The charge of murder in the first degree. Eventually, Bertella confessed to the murder, torture of six young men between the years of 1984 and 1987. And then with his uncanny ability to recall detail, he told his frightening story as court reporter Ruth Emma Petro recorded each grisly event of the carnage into the court record. Just imagine, dude. Mm-hmm. You're a sweet old lady. Yeah. You've been a court stenographer sure. for years, right? You're just yeah. there listening, typing. You know, that's what you do. All of a sudden, you got this butt-fucking animal vaccine freak coming in. Yeah. Yes, what I did was is I tied his hands together, I took ferret cum, and I injected it into his pinky toe, and then I took his ass. What if this is where the anti-vaccine conspiracy came from? We're not vaccinating our kids. We're not vaccinating. If you know anything about vaccine in suburban communities, they're vaccinating gay dudes. Other gay gay dudes are vaccinating gay dudes with horse semen. You got antibiotics that were made for tadpoles, and he's injecting them into another man's anus. Antibiotics made for donkeys. He's taking the antibiotic. He's turning them gay with donkey antibiotic. That's how you merge humans with animals. He's doing genetic experiments. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Genetically modifying human organisms with donkey antibiotics. Man, it'd be cool if you got a donkey dick if you shot that shit. They got a big piece, dude. They got big. They can't reproduce. Did you know that? Donkeys can't? Donkeys can't. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Mules. Mules can't reproduce. Well, how do they? Mules. How is there more mules? Dude, a a mule is a donkey and a horse. Yeah, no, but how is there like, okay. Because a donkey can impregnate a horse or a horse can impregnate a donkey. Dude, I wish I had a picture of your face when you tried to figure that out. (laughs) I walked it back, bro. When I hit the wall, when I was like, whoop. I said something dumb. Your forehead was all pregnant bellied, man. Let me walk it back, bro. Eyes just fucking. Let me walk it back. Gooped up. Mules can't reproduce. Okay. But they got an even bigger hog, dude. They're half horse, half donkey. Dude. Yeah, they got what, a swinging beat, dude. Yeah. They got them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I wish I had like a big beef brisket to fucking. <laughs> fuck hammer? Yeah. Sometimes I watch porns and I look at dicks and I just think like, dude, that's just a What? My weird. thing is like, how do girls take that shit? Exactly. Especially when they take two. Like, one Oh, that's wild. One of the dicks. They're just pros, dude. They got, they had, they know, like, you're at work, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got fired up. Because I'm not, I'm fine, but I'm not a porn dude. Yeah. But I can fucking feel cervix, you know? Yeah. Like, when you hit that fucking 
bump in the hit that speed bump in the road. Yeah, it's like, dude, what if I was like way bigger? What would I be? Where would it go? Yeah, (laughs) that's why a lot of girls got breathing problems, man. I guess, dude. But there's like, it's like, what happens though? Does the does the 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 walls just go back? Well, maybe it's like because they don't eat. You know, maybe like. You know, I guess like all that shit's like in you know in your gut around that area. So like, oh, I watch your food like pressure. I watch the big girls fuck, dude. That's all. Yeah, but that's different. They it's still like, they got like a way more skin. Like I feel like it's a small. I don't know. Anyway, it looks uncomfortable. That's all I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like skinny, skinny, skinny women are scary. You just have but you know, if you have that type of hog, you just like. Yeah, fucking a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I'm a horse. I did watch one of those Facebook videos, and there was like a skinnier girl, and she was kind of. I mean, they were, they were fucking her, and she's like, he goes, "I don't give a shit about your cervix." He said that shit. Yeah, dude, you can hey, feel it sometimes. She shouldn't either. She getting paid what she getting paid. Well, they paying pretty good, I guess. I mean, it's like not, what? I don't know. Okay. You know, I don't know. I ain't looking into their financial shit. I ain't even looking into my financial shit. Yeah, that's true. You don't. <laughs> you know uh, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> that rocks, dude. That rocks so hard. Um, yeah, so you, I just imagine like a sweet old lady like typing up with this fucking freak is saying, typing it all down. And it, everyone that heard the, the courtroom says that he enjoyed his moment in the limelight because he was confessing. And because he was confessing and everyone had to pay attention to him, he felt like he was in control again, so he fucking went off. The confession was the only way that detectives had a real case since the bodies of the victims were never located. None of them, dude. No victim ever located. Bordella claimed to have dismembered each body with various instruments, chainsaws, knives, hacksaws. Bordella recounted how he placed the bodies in the bathtub and made precise incisions at the elbow joints, legs, and groin to allow the blood to drain from each dead victim. He then packaged them into plastic trash bags and dragged them to the curb for trashmen to pick up and take to the dump. Bradella told a courtroom full of people, including loved ones of the victims, how he watched the trash bags being taken from the curb to ensure that they were not disturbed. Jesus Christ, dude. What a piece of shit. We're talking about depravity. Yeah. By confessing to the city's prosecutor, Albert Reidner, Reiterer, Bordella was able to negotiate for his life. He was promised the death penalty would not be sought if he provided all the grisly details of his actions, and goddamn did he. All of it. Spilled it. You fucking get what you asked for, brother. Judge Vincent E. Baker subsequently found Bob Bardella guilty of six counts of murder and sentenced him to two life sentences without parole. It was recommended that Bardella go for psychiatric evaluation, which placed him outside the general prison population and prevented violence from any other inmates. The real Bob Bardella began to emerge in the ensuing psychiatric records. Bordella appreciated control and considered himself important. He wanted his victims to be his sex slaves. He claimed to have never killed them intentionally. That made it theorized that murderers convinced themselves that the victim is less of a human being, which is 100% true. We talked about this a bunch of times. Once you make yourself a god, 
and people just people, they don't matter to you anymore. Sure. It's the same thing the military does. That's why we get a lot of killers that go into the military and come out charged up to kill. Because when you can make yourself look at another human being and decide, this isn't, a, this isn't me. I'm not that. This is an animal. This is something less than what I am. I'm superior, so I can kill it no problem. That mindset gives the killer opportunity to justify his actions or at the very least feel less guilty about it. So in these evaluations, Bordella referred to all of his victims as play toys. Mm. Chilling. Play toys. Yep. Human beings. So he made his mind be to where they were just fleshlights, dude. They were. They were fleshlights. That's what he was making. Okay, man. He's <laughs> stuffing okay, in dude. their fucking organ. All right, bro. They're cra- he's cramming assholes in, in the jars, dude. And cramming them in jars, dude. And fucking them. Man, you imagine him? Imagine walking in on a, a mason jar full of fat and asshole, and like, just fucking <laughs> cramming it. <laughs> Stinky. Yeah. So specific to Berdella's case, most of the victims were young men that had little to no education. Because I got to imagine that they came out early, right? In the 80s. Most of the victims made a living selling themselves, and they were all drug addicts. Obviously, they were beneath the social stature of well-liked and successful businessmen such as Bordell. The craziest part to me is that he was a successful businessman. He's got an oddity store and a flea market. If that guy makes money, anyone can. Yeah. Get out there and bust ass. It was this mentality... That led Berdella to the grotesque acts of torture to which his victims were subjected. He would befriend them and then deprive them of all emotions and sensations unless they were administered by him. Sure. Class warfare, brother. Mm-hmm. You got to take down the rich. Berdella beat his victims with various instruments, injected them with drugs or chemicals. He put chemicals into their body cavities. It has even been said that he put window caulk into the ears of his victims. God damn, imagine that feeling, dude. I hate shit being in my ears. Yeah. He sodomized them in a variety of ways. So they couldn't hear? Yeah, dude. They're getting fucked, screaming. Yep. Oh, my God. He sodomized them in a variety of ways. Of course, with his penis, vegetables, or his entire arm. One victim died from a ruptured anal wall. After Bordello put his entire arm deep inside of the man. I'm sitting here thinking about the window cock thing, dude. You know, yeah. you, you got to think that, that that the screaming is what he liked. Yeah. Because if you can't hear you screaming louder. Yeah. And so he's cramming an arm in. Sure. And you're just trying to get somebody to hear you, but you can't hear you. You know, <laughs> dude, crap. Man. I love deaf porn. Yeah, it rules. We gotta. Do they some just of let that. loose, dude. Yeah, we gotta do some. Of that. Yeah, for sure. Like whenever, not like not a period. Whenever we can get the jacket and reacting again when the shit's all over with. Yeah, dude, yeah, for sure. Jackers, it's incredible. I think deaf are the one people that we can make fun of that can't hear us, dude. They understand the vibrations. They just know when they're being made fun of, dude. I had a friend that I used to skate with. Was deaf as fuck. He loved metal, dude. But he he told like he told me it was the fucking vibrations. Yeah, I feel it, pal. Yeah, because it was like loud, you know. So. You got those good vibrations. You're making fun of retardations. Yeah. Any fucking way, 
Jesus, what a fucking nightmare, dude. I hate people like this because he's just abusing. It's that God complex. You know, he's such a piece of shit to be around. You don't want to smell him. You don't want to see him. He sucks. He fucking sucks bad. He's just looking at people as objects, and they're all cheap. They're all poor. They're all drug addicts. In his confession, dude, he callously refers to the fist fucking as fist F. Some victims died from asphyxiation. Others died from drug overdoses that he gave them. Berdella believed he was a good and upstanding individual that may have done some terrible things. And then he set forth to prove this theory to the public. He hated having his name smeared in the public eye. Which is like, dude, that is psychopath shit. The things that you've done, the depravity that you've sunk to, it doesn't matter how good you are in the community, dude. You have gone far. There's no redeem, no redeeming yourself. Yeah, you're a piece of Unless shit. you're a Christian, dude. If you accept Jesus into your heart, you might be okay. But in reality, you're fucked, bud. And but in, fucked. But fucked. And in an attempt to get back into the good graces of the public, Bardella opened the trust fund for the victims' families, administered by Reverend Roger Coleman, who was the guy who stood by him throughout the entire ordeal. He is also a gay torturing rapist. He for sure is, dude. Arrest that man. I hate whenever there's like, no, there's there's still human inside there. No, dude, arrest the guy saying that because yeah. he's doing the same thing. Yeah. He has to be. He's doing the same shit. He has to be, dude. He's a coach on a baseball team too. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> like, of course he is. <sighs> Some families of the victims sued Bardella for wrongful death, but failed because of the inability to meet the statute of limitations for such crimes. Because he had committed the crimes earlier. God damn it, I hate the world. Bardella was smug in his remarks concerning the impending lawsuits. Of course he was. He's a shithead. Yeah, I'm raising funds. Dude, no, you're just trying to make yourself look good again, but why? Bardella claimed that he did not understand why he was a serial killer or what in his life contributed to the behavior. He took great offense and claimed people incompetent for thinking he himself understood it. He rejected emphatically the claim that he had any dealings with Satanism, which that's probably true. He definitely didn't. Yeah. He was just doing weird shit. Bardella served only four years of his time in the state penitentiary of Jefferson City, Missouri, before he died of a heart attack at age 43 in October 8th, 1942, just four years later than his dad had. And thank God, dude, he yeah. had to go, bro. That's too good for him. Sure. Prior to his death, Del Dunmire, a millionaire originally from Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, who then lived in the suburbs of Kansas City, purchased all of Burdell's belonging, including... The house on Charlotte Street, the inventory in his home and store. Dunmire claimed to have no interest in the items other than he felt he understood Berdella. Arrest this man. Kill this man. You understood him? Hmm. Bought his property? You got to get this guy, dude. He later leveled the house and sold the property to surrounding neighbors. Dude, fuck that guy. Fuck him. Guys, we got to find Dell Dunmire and kick his fucking ass. He's got to go. He's up to no good. Now, here's another thing. Look, I don't often do this. This is a summary, but it's short. It corroborates everything. It has some points that didn't get touched on, but this is well written. Okay? A lot of that last shit, 
facts I got, ad-libbed by me, this, directly read, and I just wanted to let you know, because I'm not a shithead, it just, this moved me. This moved the right word? It's well-written, it's short. It, it, this is from an encyclopedia of modern serial killers hunting humans. If you don't have it, I recommend you get it. People ask me about true crime books and shit all the time. This is a, basically what it is. is a short write-up on every known serial killer at the time that this came out, which I believe was in 1995. Okay. So every write-up is short. But damn, it is to the point. And it, it it's like, I'll just read it so it explains. If you want a cool book, this is a good one. Encyclopedia of Modern Serial Killers, written by Michael Newton. I'll give you the bar, the, the one written for Robert A. Berdella. <clears throat> by his own admission, 39-year-old Robert Berdella was a strange character. The owner of Bob's Bazaar Bazaar in Kansas City, Missouri. Berdella carried business cards that advised he had poison in his head around the house he showed a milder side helping his Hyde Park neighbors establish a local community crime watch program his strange behavior on the job was written off so much as advertising hype until the afternoon of April 2nd 1988 that day, a neighbor of Bordella's stepped outside to find a naked stranger crouching on his porch. The 22-year-old wore nothing but a dog collar buckled around his neck, and he blurted out a tale of sexual abuse that sent Bordella's neighbor racing for the telephone to call police. According to the victim, he had been held captive in Bordella's home for the past five days subjected to repeated sexual assaults before he finally clambered through a second-story window and escaped. Detectives picked Bordello up, searched his home for evidence, and doing so, they opened a grim Pandora's box of horror. In the house, police discovered some 200 photographs of naked men. The subjects bound, clearly suffering from cruel abuse. Torture devices were also seized in the raid, along with a pair of human skulls, a cult literature, and a satanic ritual robe. That weekend, deputies unearthed bone fragments and another human head in Bordello's yard. On April 4th, 1988, Robert Bordello was arraigned on seven counts of sodomy, one count of felonious restraint, and one count of first-degree assault. Bail was initially set for $500,000. Revoked the next day when officers testified that one of the men in Bordello's photographs, trussed up and hanging by his heels, appeared to be dead. While excavation continued on Bordello's property and prosecutors contemplated murder charges, homicide investigators started checking out the list of missing persons dating back to 1984. A bargain guilty plea on one count of murder consigned Bordello to prison for life, but authorities suspected him in at least seven other deaths. On December 19, 1988, Bordello pled guilty to first-degree murder in the death of victim Robert Sheldon and to four counts of second-degree murder involving additional male victims. He was sentenced to a term of life imprisonment during which he died due to natural causes. Mm. Well written, right? Yeah. Short and to the point. Sure. Good summary of what we went over for the last 
two hours and 20 minutes. Sure. <laughs> but that's it. I feel like I really dug in on this one. Yeah. Insanity. Happened Easter weekend. Wild it out. You know? Wild it. And, and, and it was also noted to me when I was looking through this that he kept ears, eyeballs, penises, cured them all. So no one ever found out. No one ever got confirmation that these body parts were either of his victims or purchased on the black market. Yeah. Bong, bong, bong. What rockin' song did you pick to go along with this one, buddy? I chose a band called Human Mastication. Repulsive display of dismembered bodies. Fucking great band. Sounds like you nailed it. Right. Right some crazy fucking brutal death metal, you know? All right. Well, everybody, we do love you. Thanks for checking it out. Yep. Instagram, Facebook, Patreon. Pornhub. iTunes, Pornhub, Pornhub.com, backslash users, backslash death metal dicks. We're on all those things. Twitter. We're on Twitter. Our friend JR is running it. He's doing a great job. Got a Facebook group. Facebook group, death metal dicks. Get on there. Find out something. Get on IG, man, because we're doing some chug vids, man. That's fucking true. Crap. Love you guys. That's what I'm getting at. Stay hard in these tough times. If you need help with anything, support system, me and Buddy are most likely here from you. If you go to my message request folder, sorry. I don't answer it. Pretty much me. Talk to Buddy. Talk to me. Talk to us. We'll get you through. I hope. It sucks for everybody right now. And, uh, you know, we're doing what we can. Mm -hmm. Hard times. We'll get you hard. Hard times, we're fucking gay. See you on the next episode of Death Metal Dicks.